0: Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh these are cool. Like I want to I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're 25 bucks and uh You know, you you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's
1: Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey everybody, Jimmy Parter here, Never Not Funny, right around the corner. But first, hey, let me tell you about Who Charted. You probably already know about it. I've been on there several times. I always have a good time. Well, uh, comedian Howard Kramer brings on his funniest friends to discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Recently, he's been joined by Natasha Leggero, his co-host. You might know her, of course, from another period or the honeymoon stand-up special on Netflix uh, with our friend Moshe Kasher. Uh, They're husband and wife. Howard and Natasha are not married. They just do a show together now. They talk about everything from mumble rap to new country music, debate Neil Young versus Jimmy Buffett, and which movies seem too loud. Plus, each episode, Howard, Natasha, and the guest also share their hot picks with listeners, things they recommend, and overall garbage on the chartage. Those are my words. (laughs) I said garbage on the chartage. That wasn't on the piece of paper here. Those were my choices listen to who charted on apple podcast stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts do that but now listen to this one this is never not funny this is not garbage on the chartage
2: please don't take this person
3: out. would you politely go to hell get the fuck out of my way because it's been one of those I'm hopping
1: and popping. Oh, so you want to flip the nibble? You don't think I twerk? Well, I didn't know that. Eric, shut the f up.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Did we just make it better for women?
1: That's what we do here. We spitball. You
2: just gave her an armful of lettuce? I'm in. Love it. Let's go.
0: Live, on tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo.
1: Hello, everybody, DDS. Welcome to the program, episode 20. Now, listen, I didn't have a pre-show conversation. We were busy talking about news of the day, uh, breaking my rule of we don't talk before uh, the show starts. And uh, uh, I then didn't get the one piece of information that I need. uh, Mm -hmm. So let me see if I can figure it out. 20 We're not in the 20s yet, right? I mean I know we're in season twenty two. Right. Uh let's see, we just did O I don't know where that falls in the is it twenty two, nineteen? No. Eighteen. No. Seventeen? No. Sixteen. No. Fifteen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow twenty two fifteen, huh all right well listen it's going strong yep 15 episodes in stronger than it's ever been we're past the halfway point we're, we're over the hump over the hump as they say and uh you know they call wednesday hump day and i have never laughed let's call it ever no. at that joke maybe i did you know i probably did it in high school when i heard steve Dahl or somebody say it i'm not sure i knew it was
0: a joke and i'm not sure i still know it's a joke is it is it, is it it's a hump day it's the middle of the week yeah but it it's day,
2: day for sex day for hump day no oh, i
0: didn't it was hump know that day
2: I didn't laugh I at that until that camel said it in that commercial. You got you got a kick out of that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, they made me laugh. Pump day.
0: Wait, was that the one that uh, Wayne Cubs Fetterman Cubs was it. the voice of?
1: Oops. Yes.
2: Who was? Oh, was it
0: Wayne Fetterman? Yeah, Wayne Fetterman.
2: I did not know that. Well, that's yeah. why
0: you laughed. You got a you got a great comedian doing that. Yeah, look that's it up. Sure. Look, look
2: up the commercial
1: and uh, let's let's go for it because he, he he did a voice for one of those. He definitely was a camel at some point yeah. or some animal. Um, uh, and uh, friend of uh, friend of mine uh, he will be a friend of the show eventually. Chris Regan, a great uh, he writes for Family Guy, very funny man in town. Mm-hmm. He and I were going back and forth last night because uh, he was trying to tell me that Peter Frampton was not in a band called Camel because I said on this very show that he mm-hmm. was, and then. Um, I proved them wrong. And boy, did I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> real
0: good. I felt real good. I mean, if you can't get that right, then you need to like turn in your classic rock cred card.
1: You know what? You know what was fun? Speaking of classic rock was uh, people on Twitter trying to, uh, I don't want to say stump, mm-hmm. uh, to see what uh, classic rock bands I had yeah. uh, seen or not seen. And mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed... Uh, any,
0: any other ones come up? Well, this is We're talking about the Players Club. Right? Oh, was that a Players Club episode? I think... Was it? No, no. I guess it
1: was last week uh, regular. It was with Andy Daly, so it was the regular episode. Right. The idea of uh, what classic rock bands have I have never seen, and the only one that we could come up with on the air was Aerosmith. Right. Um, and then somebody... Uh,
0: Not counting, like, a Led Zeppelin, like, bands you were too young to again, see. bands that...
1: that uh, no, and I theoretically could have seen Zeppelin on their last tour, uh, but you, I, When I, you were,
0: like... 15.
1: Oh, no, I would have been much younger than that. That would have been... Uh, what was
0: their last tour, 79 or something?
1: I think the last time they played Chicago was 79, 78 or they 70. Somebody, my cousin, just posted a clip of uh, Zeppelin's last time in Chicago, mm. and they had to quit the show early because Jimmy Page was sick. Oh. But it's just, it's a grainy transfer from 8mm to video. Wow. Uh, and my cousin's like, how neat is this? I was there. And I that's do think cool. that's neat that's when cool. you... Uh, like, I just found a, uh, and I bought it. I probably already mentioned this, the... Uh, Iron Maiden slash Quiet Riot show that I saw in '83, I yeah. bought as a bootleg, and it was terrible, right? Oh, it's horrible; it's not listenable. <laughs> and I don't mean that musically. I mean it
0: is right, the recording is
1: 1983. It? Somebody in an audience made an audience. It's not a it's not a right. soundboard mix. Some guy had a backpack with a four track yeah. recorder in it, and it stunk. Yeah. It's uh, but it's neat to have that souvenir. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I can't remember now if anybody uh, on Twitter, quote unquote, stumped me. It, it, again, I don't know if it was a stumping. But the people who were throwing stuff at me like Midnight Oil, that doesn't count. That's not classic rock. That's not classic rock. In the in the sense of what we're talking about, it yeah, they're also boring.
0: I almost uh, consider them more like on the uh, like that's more of a first wave band yeah. than the classic rock. I one hundred percent agree with that. Just saying it, just throwing it out
1: there. Do you like them? Do you like Midnight Oil?
0: Not really. I mean, I that you know the uh, beds are burning is a good. I think it's a good song. You okay?
1: You're okay with yeah,
0: it? Yeah, but I'm not. I've never purchased any of their music and and never have an urge to hear it yeah
1: boy whenever that comes on first wave you know what else annoys man first wave uh and i like this band. you too
0: it's like you know what there's other avenues for you to play some yeah that's that's a waste of space yeah on that station yeah it's also because they're they're only gonna play the songs we've all heard a billion times like if they play deep cuts from the early albums that might be okay like i i could sort of see
1: that i can sort of see that because that would be the first wave before they came big but yeah you don't have to play anything from joshua tree (laughs)
0: that's ridiculous the the biggest album of the 80s or one of them
2: what is that station what what is first wave that's not first wave
0: is on sirius xm it's like a. it's supposed to be like new wave like bands that were alternative before the word alternative existed
1: and nine times out of ten they hit it. it it's the right uh uh, right thing but that every now and then YouTube will show up and then there was one of the other like Crowded House I don't even count is as, mm. as that they'll play Crowded House every right. now and then I mean
0: maybe in their hearts they were but they were just on the radio like any other band yeah. I don't know like that wasn't a college rock band it
1: didn't so, well I mean it,
0: was it maybe it was
1: I think they were but it still doesn't strike me as that same when you put together an '80s new wave compilation, right. I wouldn't go. Don't forget Crowded House, <laughs> right? Because it's a, they have a very
0: mainstream, ex- yeah. like easy to listen to sound. It's not like, to me, what those bands, what identifies those bands, is like it's at the time it was a little seemed weird and different, and, and challenging. And Crowded House doesn't fit that. Like like a regular person who was like just used to listening to Zeppelin and and. Uh, you know, the Rolling Stones would hear that and go, what the hell is this? Right. Oh, my God. But, like, Crowded House, if you are a Stones fan, you hear that, and you go, "Ah, this is another band that oh, yeah, sounds good. Sorry. They got guitars. Not that, for, not that different than Angie. <laughs> you know it'd be like? <laughs> right. Uh, it really was keyboards that made. The, we were talking about this the, the other day. The synthesizer. Yeah, the that's, synthesizer was the dividing line for a long time.
1: What's going on out the hallway there, garum We got a lot of... Uh little show well, went away wait the second I Whatever said that it I quieted <laughs> down
2: <laughs> you <better hurt> you. <laughs> my apologies talk as long as you need to live your lives uh, Garen did you look up the last time Zeppelin was in uh, their last American tour date yeah. was July 24th 1977 Jesus and then what uh, everything just went down. oh yeah because robert plant's son died yeah his son died then they were gonna come back in the 80s wow. and then uh john bonham died that's right so they just never
1: they had that those 80s tour dates that uh the tickets were sold to those shows and wow that yeah. was that last album that yeah, the fool uh, on the hill i think in was through that. the outdoors so yeah the album fool on the hill is on there right as his yeah. hot dog and was that did that come out in 80 you know i would
2: have bet money 79 but i'm willing to accept 80. I don't know. On September 11, 1980, the play, the band. Wait, what day? 9-11, 9/11 yeah. 1980. The second biggest disaster. They <laughs> that, announced that tour. Oh, okay.
0: They announced They're that tour on that day. Day. When
2: did that, when when did did that, that album come, come out? out? I'm pulling up right now. In through the outdoor? Yeah. He's pulling up right now. Yeah. That's the most official he's ever sounded. <laughs> <Pulling In the laughs> August Enhanced. 15th, 1979. Oh,
1: I guess, so it was 79, August okay. 15th. And then it took him a year and something to then announce a yeah. tour. Right. And what day when what what day did uh, John Bonham die? Bon, they called him Bonzo, you know. Mm. He died. They say he's the greatest drummer of all time. I'll put him up there. I don't know.
0: And they call pitch. that the day he died. They call that bedtime for Bonzo.
2: Yeah. 2 <laughs> weeks later, whatever that date means. <laughs> well, wait a minute. They announced it. Give they me. announced it on September 11th. 2 weeks later, the day after the group's first rehearsal for that trip, John Bonham died after reportedly drinking 40 measures of vodka in 20 in 12 hours. <sighs> That's a lot of vodka. Yeah.
5: Two months the later, measure? they said that. That, even not knowing what a measure. That's
0: a lot of. <laughs> I assume a shot. was <laughs> <it's> a teaspoon. <laughs> I mean, I, I just wouldn't
4: that
1: still it. be a lot of vodka?
4: Forty, yeah. I don't know. What,
0: forty teaspoons or forty tablespoons?
4: Forty. Well, no, I, I a said teaspoon, teaspoon is, right?
0: Uh, that's, uh, that's that's that. But
4: not like much. like, like a shot of? is probably that's probably like t-
0: two tablespoons maybe. Shot. Uh, I, I don't have know. to
4: look it up. I don't know. What's a
0: shot? Two ounces.
4: Probably. Sounds that sounds legitimate. I don't know. I should know. I don't
0: know. No, it's more. it's got to be more than that. Guys, I don't drink, so I don't know any of this stuff.
1: But. I would have shots on occasion. I never really enjoyed them. That's like four shots, probably. What is? It was 40 tablespoons.
4: There's no way he died after four shots of vodka. No, that's. I've had four shots of vodka. The measure is a shot. It's got to be 40 shots.
0: But what is the measure of a man? 40, 40 measures. 30, 39.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the
0: last one that did it. Yeah, there's no question. Oh, boy. No
1: question. You know, you go went too far. That's the straw that broke the uh,
0: banjo's back. It, you really have to work hard to kill yourself with alcohol like that. Like, that is because Your body crazy. doesn't want it.
1: Well, his body, you know, but look, I mean, you know, this has been talked about since uh, I'm
2: going to call it September, late September of 79. <laughs> there's a lot or 80, of other rather. stuff
0: swimming around in there. there was, yeah, his, his liver he,
2: was probably dead. Right, his kidney yeah. was probably dead. You can tell me if this makes any sense. All right. Spirits used used to be commonly served in 25 milliliter measures, which are one unit of alcohol. Many pubs and bars now serve 35 milliliters or 50 milliliters measures. So, uh, so I, that must be a shot. Yeah. It's so be. 25 by 40, 40. is That's
4: Eight hundred. Eight hundred and uh, actually a thousand. A
2: thousand. A thousand
1: milligrams, milliliters? 1, milliliters rather. All right. So convert that. So that's probably that's, that's a probably a, a whole bottle.
0: A thousand of like, milliliters is a liter, right?
1: I, I don't know. Yes, I don't. I don't. Uh, you well, know.
0: mil mill means a thousand. It's point two six gallons.
1: It's 0.26. six. All right, so it's one a, liter, a quart. It's a quart. It's a liter. So it's a liter of vodka. Yeah, that doesn't seem like enough to kill you, does it?
4: Well, that's half of a two-liter bottle of Coke. Right, like a, hang on,
1: <laughs> <laughs> hang on, condescending dickhead. You're, you're to telling me, it. you're telling me
0: that one liter <laughs> is half, half of a two-liter. <laughs> yep <laughs> they also sell soda in one liter bottles I,
4: i'm not <laughs> familiar i can't that. visualize a one liter bottle you can't oh no, that, I don't buy that those. used to be a
0: common was, size you know that's an old jimmy pardo joke <laughs> it's almost like a it's almost like 40 it's like a similar to a 40 right yeah it uh 40 ounces. how many ounces in a liter <laughs> don't know i don't know 36
4: 48 i don't know it, eh, it probably doesn't come does out it break down like, like that? that yeah because it's different uh, i bet you it's like 2.54 like the way centimeters go yeah to it inches. could be 2.54 right in that area we'll be
0: it's having
2: four that. cups it's four cups to a liter so, a to say, so that'd mean that's eight gonna
0: be wrong four cups to a liter so no,
1: that seems right so that's uh, so it's
4: close to a 30 pint. Two close to a pint close to a quart
0: mm, yeah
4: uh no probably close to a pint
0: boy oh boy this conversation boy we sound like four <laughs> idiots that, that could my,
4: my
1: son would know this
4: instantly yeah. hack out
0: We're like, this is just like listening to dogs trying to Well, here's the classic part of it. That'll get us out of this. (laughs) The classic
1: part of it basically was uh, about the metric system, how we didn't really adopt it, Uh, except for the two liter bottle. We (laughs) seem to embrace that. We love the hell out of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's more to that. bit, But that was the premise of like, why did that stick around? Why did the two liter bottle of all of all right? Basically, because when I was like in seventh and eighth grade, you better learn it. Mm-hmm. We're changing We're changing. September 11th, 1980, two big days.
0: I wish and, they had. I, I do wish they you had. You wish they
1: would have gone to uh, metrics? It's a better system.
0: And it messes up the, I don't know. It, well, it certainly messes up this conversation. It sure does. <laughs> but it's also like, not that any of us are in a line of work that it matters in, but there are people who have jobs where if you're, you're doing it differently than the rest of the world, and that's going to cause confusion.
1: Here's what's weird about that, Matt. I was, I'm going to say, in seventh grade when it was... You know, you, we are, you, it was rammed on our throats. You better learn it. Yeah. We are switching over. So what does that make me? I'm 12, 13 years old. Uh, in My head is like, how dare they change the system? <laughs> yeah. I've learned it. I, I did. I barely knew it. Right. Yeah. Like it was, <laughs> and you're already. You, you
0: were a case yeah. of like, it would It would have mattered the least to you. So at least, right, exactly. Like, that's, that was the idea is like, start
1: teaching kids yeah. but that even they don't then, know any it different. It seemed like a crazy, yeah. like tomorrow rulers are going to be changed, even right. though these you know, the half and halves. But yeah uh, banana times, mm-hmm. you know, I could only imagine what architects and stuff at the time thought, although maybe they were already using the, uh,
0: or contractors system. or, you know, like the guys, those are the guys that I imagine, like the people who actually are measuring things on job sites, Yeah, probably not the most like, uh, Forward-thinking and adaptive types mm. of people in the world. I mean, that's probably a gross generalization.
1: Boy, the, the views of Matt Belknap do not represent <laughs> those of this
0: show. I'm just saying, like, imagine your average deal, construction though. worker. I don't know that he's suddenly like,
1: oh, we're we're changing the way everything works. Great, let's do it. I don't know. Those guys seem smarter than me about everything. That I,
2: I invite them. to I'm not my saying home they're not smart.
0: It. I'm not. That's smart's not the same thing as uh, stubbornness.
1: Stubborn. Yeah. yeah. You think they're stubborn, these guys?
0: Well, and
2: uh, it's got, their ways. I
1: don't know. They seem to be adapting to this Me Too movement pretty. Much. <laughs> hey, Garrett, take a look at this. I don't know what it is. I got to imagine that if... <laughs> I was to like, me, what that I was think... just a picture of your penis. I
4: don't know <laughs> what you ended up doing. <laughs> it.
1: Like, tell me what it is. Yeah. I just wonder if it's our, it's our guest or mm. whatever. It could be.
4: I just got to I gotta imagine that this is what Matt's saying is that if you're a construction worker and you're doing 16 inches on center for every right. wall that you're doing, and now it's going to be, you because know. Because some guy in the Hague yeah, wants it to be different. 150, It's 150 centimeters now. It's like, yeah, I can do that, but now it's not going to be the same, and I got to keep track, and maybe there's a house that's a little bit different, and I got to remember this different like there's thing.
0: There's no upside for the guy in Topeka who's building houses to switch. The, 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 the benefit to him is a million miles away and has no bearing on so his what, job.
1: Listen I, and I, listen, I admit that I was distracted by handing my phone off to Garen. You're yeah. saying construction workers are dumb. <laughs> that's, <laughs> certainly that, not. that's what nah, you guys have been certainly saying?
0: Certainly not. I'm no. saying they, their lives don't improve. It's only going to be annoying for them to switch. I see. And they're the ones who use it. Your
1: yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Leave a message. Was it Vinnie Boombats?
1: They're, they're, they're calling to leave a message? Yeah. So they I should not leave pick a this up.
2: No, no, no. no, no he's just going to leave a message. Uh, which doctor? Uh, Waxler? Waxler? oh it, what, is there a change in something i don't know he said he just he was gonna give me a number to call back and i didn't have a pen in it when i run in here say? so just, just all right you guys
0: talk all right Hello. really oh you really want to leave this in our hands <laughs> yeah, so the problem with working class people is this <laughs> they're not well educated if
2: only they had a show dedicated to the lives of a working class oh now family. that's
0: interesting i think that would do very well yeah, in this I mean, climate uh i mean i can only imagine the ratings and there won't be any controversy obviously Uh, everyone will embrace it with open arms the
2: star is going to be very well you definitely
0: yeah make sure make sure the star of the show is a very stable person
4: (laughs) a stable genius if i may. a
0: stable genius yeah i mean i think that's the best way to describe it (laughs) boy i wish we could vamp this dumb joke as long as it takes for jimmy to take this call but i'm worried that it's not the case what if we just went around the horn now and got it over with
5: just, I mean, we,
4: we could I'm, I'm,
0: we could talk solo you know i'm dying to talk solo but jimmy wants to talk solo
4: too i know he saw it oh he saw it he saw it open, he saw it thursday just like uh just like we did Which is weird yeah. you may not care about but i actually don't have a setup for this combination of people
0: <laughs> <laughs> nor should you you mean a, a camera set like a ca- a, a, i don't i don't have a preset
4: yeah. like uh, the the for those of you who are part of the Players Club and who watch the video, you will have noticed that in the last year, I've changed some things and kind of improved some Here's stuff. Here's the
0: solution. I'll just go like this <laughs> Wait, until it comes back. Oh, God. See? Now it's fine. Now I'm in Jimmy's shot. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird about this.
4: <laughs>
0: so uh, when did you see Solo, Elliot? Don't say uh, anything about the movie, but
4: did you see uh, it Thursday night? I, no, I actually, I saw it uh, sun, Sunday? Sunday. And did you? were you able yeah. to use Movie Pass? No, I was not because my friends were going to the Arclight. Hmm. <laughs> So yeah, you I, should
2: pick up that cinema card <laughs> be able to attend a film, any type of movie, any type of theater. Well, here, here's the thing. What, what cinema
0: I, <laughs> with an S because it com. sounds like you're sinning, which is weird. <laughs> that's because also you're...
2: not what it's called. It's Cinemia. Cinemia.
0: Oh, but does, Cinemia. Is, it, w- is it with an S or is it with a C? It is
2: with an a- S. When
0: when S. I think that turned me C- off. I thought it was for porno theaters and I was like, no, thank you.
2: Why isn't it cinema? Why is it cinema? That That's a good point.
0: Cause, cause probably you're... cinema with an S probably is taken by some porn company. No, oh, yeah. Is it's anyone happy cool. with my body position? Because it's incredibly no, it uncomfortable. Oh, I like it. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I sh- I bought my tickets the day they went on sale, and yeah. then I show up Thursday night, seven forty-five, and uh, the theater's uh, maybe three quarters full. So I did I, hear that. Not, I did that not need to do the, that.
4: I I saw a, a headline somewhere that said, you know, Solo disappointing in box office. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's kind of a shame.
0: It is. It's weird, but I, I mean, it's 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 the studio's fault. They they should have cooled their jets a little on these star wars releases like let people build up a a desire to see another one before you drop i mean now that's going to be what a year and a half until the next one i think
2: yeah December. Um, December.
0: i wish they could have just held off on this one till the fall at least because uh, yeah it's 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 a good movie. I think it's a good movie, and and I loved it. It's a t- it's too bad that people are just like sh- kind of shunning it out of maybe fatigue from the whole thing. We'll talk about it with Jimmy once he gets yeah. back in here, if he ever returns. I don't know. Maybe he went to the doctor. He's got to go right
4: now. Uh, one thing I will say about speaking them. of doctors,
0: I'm going to need a doctor for my elbow
4: after st- standing this way for. <laughs>
0: Why
2: below. are you continuing to stand? <laughs> because that of
0: was... his stupid camera shot. It seems important you, to him.
2: You can do whatever you want. Can I, I go come... back.
4: Yes, right, so you, you back. may go back. That is, it is, it is important to
2: be. I'm but pretty not sure important. he just meant that he didn't have a. Oh God a single button Mm -hmm. no he he, he, people
0: well oh is that what it was so you were able to manually no no no. i
4: i mean here's what i what i'm doing is (sighs) i can just cut between the the viewer knows you do some
0: live edit well yeah yeah. the viewer but not the listener the listener doesn't care because they're not watching exactly (laughs) they find this incredibly boring
4: but what i was gonna say to garen about his statement about the passes is when my movie pass expires because i paid for the year thing which they don't do anymore right i did too um I'll see what they're going to charge. Yeah. And at that point I may I may dump it and go to the other thing because right. and let, I have an arc light in although I guess it won't be unlimited Cinemia uh, isn't unlimited is it? How many It's 3
0: a month, it's right? It's 3 a month.
4: But, but it's, it's still that's almost unlimited for me. Me too. Yeah. Know? So
5: so it's, I l- it's to more expensive,
0: over. but but you get to go to the arc light, right? Yeah. And you can go to 3D and and Dolby oh, yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean that to me that's almost worth it. Uh, but I'm interested look, we all agree. And I actually want to talk about this with Jimmy too. Mm. We all agree that movie is going under rate.
4: It's just a matter of when <laughs> I, so, I would, I wouldn't make that bet. Oh really? Because, okay. Well, because, well then, then the guy who runs it was with Netflix and but, he made some of the, okay. Great.
0: So I'm glad you said that because I want to place bets on when they will go out of business. Uh, I don't
4: think they will. Okay. Well, that's, he's you can kind of take a
0: that bet. You can take that bet. Yeah. Uh, they are hemorrhaging money. I You should know. That. <laughs> right. But so is Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's true, but it's, I think a little bit different. How'd it go? Jimmy, we're talking about movie pass. I, I meant to say this last week, uh, but now that it's Memorial day, Memorial day has passed and summer has officially begun for the movie season. I w- I thought it'd be fun to bet on when MoviePass is going to go out of
1: business. <laughs> you think that's fun to bet on somebody's demise?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have a stake in it. It's not like we're going to celebrate. It's we're going to lose. I'm going to lose out on a great thing that I enjoy.
1: Well, I enjoyed. I used it uh, just the other day. I saw a movie and I took advantage of my MoviePass. Did you use it to see Solo? No. Because that's, did you go to Arclight or something? We did go to the Arclight because, yeah. uh, you know, we wanted to buy tickets in advance. Did you guys already talk about your, uh, your... We held you off in detail.
0: In I mean, detail. we all... You saw what? it as well? Yes, sir. We all liked it. Yeah. You liked it? Oh, yeah, very much so.
1: Yeah. I liked it more than The Last Jedi. Me too. Yeah, of course. I think that's fair. <laughs> well, I don't know. I know some Star Wars people think that that's uh, bananas uh, to say.
0: Uh, I have yet to talk to a Star Wars fan who... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I needed. I need to check in with the people I know who who really loved Last Jedi. Mm. Uh, I had mixed feelings about it. You saw it three times though. Mm, uh, twice. I think I saw it twice. Yeah. One too many. Um, <laughs> well, but I liked it a lot more the second time. I, I, I like Last Jedi. Is, we don't need to talk about Last Jedi anymore. It, it's like, but this movie I think is like the point of it is to just be a fun ride, which is a little long
1: in the middle. uh, Mm -hmm. That would be my only complaint. Mm -hmm. I I found it to be a little redundant. Uh, Oliver felt the same way, but overall we all walked out saying, uh, in fact, Oliver and Danielle were surprised when I said, I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was saying these guys before you got here, uh, I really liked that. It got back to what the original, I think it's maybe the, the best star Wars movie since the original movie at doing one thing, which is, being a really interesting mix of different movie genres like that's what the original star wars like people kind of forget that or ignore it but like star wars was a weird mix of things it was like sci-fi but it's kind of a western and it's kind of a like a swashbuckler yeah Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah there's errol flynn elements to Mm -hmm. it and this did that too like it's kind of a noir movie it's kind of a western too and and it's it's definitely sci-fi and it's definitely this like kind of fun adventure and uh that, to me, that is one of the key things that makes Star Wars great, and so I was really excited that it was that it was doing that. Like, I think that's just really cool. And um, do
1: you give credit to the great Ron Howard?
0: <laughs> I think he did a really good job. He's at the helm, you know, Garrett. I give I give a lot of credit to Lawrence Kasdan and, and Jonathan Kasdan because they wrote the script. Yeah, a couple of 7 year old dudes wrote a nice script. Well, I think Jonathan is his son. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, I so they he were he, brothers. My apologies. He's not a, he's not an old man. I think he wrote on Freaks and Geeks. I think that was. Uh, John Kasdan? Yeah. Is that right? Can you look that up? Maybe I'm wrong. Did I might be thinking of Jake Kasdan. Wait a minute.
2: Yeah, because I watched there may, maybe a both. movie this weekend that uh, Kasdan directed.
0: That's Jake Kasdan. He directed some Freaks and Geeks, and he's also done movies. But I think maybe there's two Kasdan boys, <laughs> and they both worked on Freaks and Geeks? I don't know.
2: Oh, he's from Detroit. Yeah, Detroit, Michigan. Sure. the yeah.
1: Mitten. He's a Mittenhead. Our friend, uh, the Kasdans. But I I took us off point here. You guys want to bet on when MoviePass is going to go out of business? Well, Elliot thinks it won't. I don't think it will either. Oh, well, then I guess there's no bet. (laughs) Unless Garrett and I want to bet. I certainly don't think it will by the end of this
0: year. I was going to say, I don't think... Originally, I was going to say, I don't think they make it out of July, but... um, because the su- the summer movie season is going to murder them. They're going to lose so much money as people start flocking to the theaters.
1: But you know what? They're going to they listen, we're not in that business. Yeah. Something something has to be going on behind the scenes that they're going to, you know, that there the, some investor will come in or the actual movie theaters will go. You know what? This is actually it turns out to be good for us. Mm. We're selling yeah. more popcorn and more drinks than we ever have. We're, you know we've got uh, full houses when we used to have 3 people sitting here. I wonder how and I wonder what the the data on that looks
0: like because the last I heard AMC was still like dead set against it. So unless they they could do a complete 180 if they're given the you know the research the the proof that it's working but uh,
4: but MoviePass wasn't really a that i thought that their their business model it was wasn't data
0: it wasn't for them but but there i think they thought we could get the movie like theaters everybody would win. The, yeah the chains will get excited about it because we're actually bringing more people in to buy popcorn like jimmy said but uh i don't know yeah i think the problem with the the, the big chains is they probably want to do their own version of this right. and not let movie pass profit off well of and them.
1: they are trying and, and yeah and but i think all their versions are really weak they are they're weak they're
0: overpriced compared to movie pass obviously and also the the main thing about Movie Pass is that you can go to not any theater, but a lot of different theaters, so you're not locked into one chain.
1: Right. It, it, with with all these movie theaters starting their own, it's like the, the it's the back when there were nine different grocery stores in town, you have to have a different thing on your key fob.
0: Right. Or the gas station right. loyalty card, yeah. which is just like, well, I mean, well, I'm gonna get gas when I need it, and <laughs> the thing's right in front of me. I don't want to drive around town looking, yeah, looking for, for a an mobile.
1: Article. I went Arco. You Arco? <laughs> <laughs> Arco you I don't like these... Arco. Charged me thirty-five cents to use my credit card. I don't, but, I, and I said I gotta use my debit, but it's still cheaper because the prices are
0: so much better in my neighborhood at Arco that you still come out ahead with that thirty-five cent fee.
2: Good for you. Yeah, but don't they also <laughs> charge you more for the gas for no. using your card?
4: Arco? Oh, not at Arco. No, that's the whole premise. Oh, you're oh, saying there's you're saying like there's
2: one
0: price for cash and yeah. one price for yeah that some places do do that.
1: was it? because they're because they're doing that they're 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 charging you this 4% that uh whatever the, a credit, card, the credit card company Yeah. yeah.
4: because yeah. that's the and technically most of those credit card companies don't want vendors to do that they in fact American Express the reason why you don't see it as often is because they do not allow you to charge two different prices like they like when you when you say I will accept American Express, you sign a thing as the vendor, and you say I hmm. won't charge a cash price separately from that. Yeah, but then
1: those people don't take uh, American Express, right? Right, yeah, that's why I like. I will tell you this about American Express: I don't leave home without it. <laughs> 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 I got to write in my wallet. That's not true. I don't have it in my wallet. No, I what's in, in my, your wallet? I, you know, shut. You mind your business.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Samuel L. Jackson. Uh,
1: what's in your wallet? Stay out of it, Sam. <laughs> Uh, it uh, I leave it right in my drawer, my American Express. I, I
0: used to do that. And then recently uh, there was a situation where I was getting something. What was it? I don't know. But I was like, oh, I need my Amex card now. I was renting a car. Because with American Express, if you you, you sign up for this thing that when you rent a car for like $15 or $20 per car rental, uh, they it that it, it it's it's like car rental insurance built into your car you get the insurance, huh? yeah so it's cheaper than doing it through the rental car company which is usually 10 bucks a day or something so yeah I was setting it up and I was like oh, I don't have it with me god damn it and so now I'm like I'm gonna just keep this in my wallet always have it with you yeah I mean it's in, it's what's in my wallet <laughs> you would
2: say don't leave home without it
0: I that I was the it's... problem Garen I think what I, I did was I left the house that day without, without it and I did not have it with Carl me
2: Carl Molden would not have been happy
0: with you no and uh, I do not want to see that nose when it gets angry. <laughs> that
1: poor man. I Maybe mean, you know what didn't hurt him. Nope, didn't hurt him. That guy worked more than I ever did in this business as an actor. Is there a guy? You know Why good actor? <laughs> I know you. Talk- oh, you do good acting too, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm not Karl Malden good. I didn't well, say that. Okay, thank you don't. You, very you're much. Not, you don't
0: work out the muscle as much. He's he was working a lot. You are. If you if you, I drank as much as Malden, my nose could have easily been that. <laughs> yes, that that was your problem. I you dodged st- that bullet. I could have you, gone bulbous. You stopped auditioning and you stopped drinking. That's right. That was your problem. Me. <laughs> but is there a we've talked about this a lot on the show, but is there a modern day Malden? Like there's nobody who's Oh, sure there's got to be is there someone who has that level of success who
1: looks like that. Who is it? Yeah, you know, I I. I just thought of this the other day because like, uh, the
0: closest I could think of is like maybe Peter Chicklas. I know he doesn't look like Carl Malden, but it's a guy who's like not is necessarily Peter. But, wait, no, what? Michael Chiklis. Michael, oh, sorry. Why did I say, Peter? Uh, well,
4: so which which aspect of it is it? I'm, I'm saying it's a guy, guy sort of who's not tra-
0: a, a, a non traditionally handsome man who plays leading roles and things.
1: Well, I was so gonna say Steve Buscemi, but yeah, it I was thinking too.
4: Buscemi too, but he doesn't yeah. necessarily it have doesn't leading roles. Uh,
1: I thought of this just the other day because he popped up on screen. And I went. That's great. That guy works.
5: Hmm. Right.
1: Because uh, we talked about this on uh, with Kyle Anderson on uh, up all afternoon over there on the uh, Entertainment Weekly radio. Um, we talked about this recently of uh, in Mannix. Like, other than Mike Hunter, there's not a good looking guy in that cast. There's not a good looking dude. Right. You know, they're either they're hang dog. They're, you know, they're 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 men.
0: Right. That was back when casting was more. I mean, there is there's a lot of stuff that does this, too, where you cast. You're trying to cast people who look real. But But Michael Shannon. I think Michael Shannon's a decent looking guy. He's a little odd, but yeah. Uh, I think women find him attractive.
1: Yeah, I think Michael Shannon's got some star quality. Our guest is here, by the way. If you want to tell them to go and uh, grab a cup of coffee or something, or are we close enough? What do you? uh, Let's thirty minutes. What do you think? We're half hour in the clock. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know why you're stopping the clock. Don't 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 stop the clock. Don't stop the
0: clock. Don't stop the clock. Don't stop the clock.
1: What's that? Give them the option. How about that? Give them the option if they need to use the restroom. They're more than happy to do that. There's a lot going on here today. Oh, they're right there. Oh wait, someone's right there. There's a lady there too. Why is there? I saw a lady. Being surrounded. Why is, there, why is there a lady involved? What's, what's going on out there?
0: Sounds like we got a full house today.
1: Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti's a good okay. One.
0: Okay. Yeah. Paul That's, Giamatti's a good one. Great pull. I like that. Well, I'll even go uh, before his death.
4: Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Sure. Not a, not an unattractive man, but not an attractive man. Yeah.
1: But right. He, but he did he didn't play at least. But he some still was. A, he still falls under the character actor. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And Giamatti does too. But Giamatti's been lead. and
0: like John C. Riley, same thing. But those guys aren't like. Oh, what about? Boy, uh, boy, John C. Riley's a really great pull. John but that's C. not Reilly. a lead. I mean, he he plays certain leads in small movies sometimes, maybe. But yeah, he's more of a supporting guy to me. Yeah, where, where we land on this, Garen? They are going to use the battery. We
1: did talk. We're still talking about ugly dudes <laughs> getting work.
0: Well, our guest is in show business. Maybe he has some ideas. Yeah.
4: You know what? John C. Riley is a good.
1: I think John C. Riley's a very good pull. Yeah, yeah, not as successful as Carl Malden, but... but but you could see him easily. Like if they were to reboot Streets of San Francisco oh, with a yeah. handsome guy yeah, and, a, yeah. and an interesting looking guy, you could easily yeah. see. Uh, hello, Mark. You could easily see uh, John C. Riley yeah. uh, being that guy. Mark, we're talking about uh, in the past, a guy like Carl Malden got to work on a regular basis. Not very attractive, interesting looking, and that guy might not get cast today. So we're trying to figure out who's today's Carl Malden. Would it be John C. Riley? Mark Cherry just <laughs> uh, walked in. There's, and there's a switch there's on the microphone. There's a switch
3: microphone. on the microphone.
1: Thank you. Who are today's ugly people? Is what, why here? is that not on? Oh, maybe okay. that's on There we nice. go. Now it's on me. Thank you, God.
3: Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I just I just astounded That's you with on my with volume? I uh,
1: here's Jeff. And then um, I, don't, I don't know who this lady is. Who's, yeah, the, who's is the lady? My
6: fiance now.
1: This is your fiance? Oh, hello, hello.
3: hello. Good. So yeah I, would, on, I there, yeah, I would I would say John I say would John C. Riley is a good example of an everyman. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't kind of you know for year you know in the 70s it was all about the people who weren't pretty because it was the that was the era of yeah dustin hoffman and you know and Al right? and jack nicholson and then we went back to pretty people but uh yeah i i let me think there's a there's a bunch of you know not traditional good-looking actors uh working. But, but but not good
1: girl Baldwin wasn't good looking he was he was like we're talking about like manix as well like manix and 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 even barney miller like none of the, the kid, my oh mike Connors and mike, oh, mike Connors, Connors was good looking we're talking about the others the uh you know the guy that played art what about like oh. gerard Depardieu? That guy takes a whiz in a plane. We're not talking about this guy. <laughs> We're not talking about P-plane.
4: When We're was the talking- last
0: time you saw Depardieu? Yeah, he I mean, hasn't like, it. it been won. relevant in
4: 15 <laughs> years. Right, but, I, but he was a lead. And, yes, and he was. fits he In fits, France. Was yeah. lead.
1: He was a lead. He was a green card, and then that's it. We we, we caught we, on. He, well, he it's was also uh,
2: in My Father the Hero.
1: But. Do you want me to get a fourth person on that chair? <laughs> yeah, let's blow it up.
2: <laughs> I can't show it
4: yet because I don't
3: that know if that's so okay. That is so cozy. Are you guys okay to both be on camera?
1: Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Ellie. Show this crazy clown car of a couch we have going on.
3: on. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. What are you
1: doing, Mark? What are you you posing for? (laughs)
3: Because here's the thing if I turn that way, you really see just how fat my chin is but if I look a little bit more like this coquettishly yes. I, I just I lose about three pounds Yeah, so, it um, makes you know. feel good a little bit yeah. better
1: listen nobody knows better than that whenever we take a photo after this show I, I've developed this character called uh, actor auditioning for a blind role <laughs> so that I could look off in a gaze so that everything is just perfect if I, if I look at the cameras like hey what, what do you got three four chins yeah exactly <laughs> and I'm in good Hold shape up. Jeff and your fiance you're very
6: fit
1: we refuse to relearn her name <laughs> so why were you I just walked in why were you guys talking uh, about do like to hurt people? <laughs> oh, okay. why did that come up? We were talking
0: oh, about shit. American Express cards, <laughs> and we oh, were remembering yeah. the old Carl Malden ads. Like, who would be in those ads now?
3: Who's that trustworthy presence? Yeah, I don't. Right. That's, it's a great. It's well, a great question. Is it I don't
6: Samuel L. Jackson? That guy, but, he's but he's handsome. handsome. He's handsome. All right. He's a
3: movie star. Carl
1: Malden to me is an actor.
4: He's not a movie star. But if you think if you think about Samuel L. Jackson, I mean, he does have an unusual face. Like he kind of has bulgy eyes and yeah. Hang
1: on, hang on, Roseanne. You sure you want to go down this path? <laughs> You'll be all right? Holy shit!
4: Well, Wait,
0: is Samuel L. Jackson attractive? We'll ask the let's ask the couch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think. Yeah, it, well, here's the thing. I mean, he's also like, isn't he like in his sixties now? Probably, so yeah. so. You know, it, it, it may not be fair to, to judge in his, him. In his prime, let's talk. In his prime. Yes. No. <laughs> no, he was not. You don't guy. think Samuel <laughs> Jackson's good-looking. I, I never thought, but here's the thing. I always thought he was a compelling presence, but I, he was yeah. not someone who I thought, you know, whoever made his living based on, wow, that's a sexy, good-looking guy. There's actually something sexy about him in, in the danger of his acting. Like, he always right. had this intensity. But I... I you know, and i, I kind of mean this as a compliment. I, I never thought he got work because of his looks. Oh, I agree. I'll I agree. Yeah, I voice. agree with that. And All his voice, voice, amazing speaking voice. He's got a wonderful
1: voice. I wonder if he does voiceover.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Your radio voice? <laughs> What's
1: that? No, I'm just making fun of uh, us for <laughs> stating the obvious. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeff, what is your fiance's name? Don't Natalie. tell him.
5: Don't tell him.
1: Hey, oh. you know what? You might. We can easily kick you out of here, lady. I got no problem cutting the broad loose. <laughs> I'll make this a sausage fest. Let's do that. Well, I'll do a chain. I don't care. I'm not
5: leaving.
1: Oh, you're, you're sticking around for the chain? Wow. All right. We'll play Fleetwood Max the chain, and we'll do it. No one breaks it. My name is Natalie. Natalie. I love it. All right. Now, that's Natalie and Jeff. Uh, nobody can understand why they're here. Uh, we've invited Mark Cherry to come here. He brought an entourage with him. Yeah. And not like the great Jeremy Piven.
3: <laughs> oh fantastic you like him huh? he's a good guy he's one of the better people here in hollywood jeremy I, I you know i don't i don't know jeremy all i know is that he made a he made a mark cherry joke on entourage did they really they, they, it was it was something where his character and i didn't watch the show so my friends were to calling me up immediately to tell me he said to someone uh, his character said to another character oh you were repping mark cherry when he was sleeping on his mother's couch <laughs> which which was weird because like I I every um, I went through a very well publicized downturn in my career before I created *Desperate Housewives*, but I was never sleeping my mom's couch. So I was like, "Oh, I don't know how to." I'm both honored but a little insulted. So I never knew how to feel about that. <laughs> I'd go honored. Would you go? I'd on? go okay, honored. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. Then, and I was also my other big tribute that I've always loved. I was an answer on Jeopardy. What was the question? It was. Or uh, what was the, the category? The categories were um, uh, people uh, who were named after fruit oh uh-huh. so i think that there was uh you know some daryl strawberries and jack lemon questions in there mm-hmm. maybe no, a fiona they, they apple to me <laughs> yeah there's probably a fiona apple but i said to all my friends I, f- I am famous enough that I was a question on Jeopardy, but I am not so famous that anyone got the answer. Oh,
0: <laughs> so oh, were you the thousand dollar? <laughs> I was.
3: I was. Well, I don't know what I don't remember which question it was because my friends again called me about it. Yeah. But I know that um, not a single contestant got mm, it. So there yeah. you go. So was it, was the answer? I created Desperate Housewives. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it was that. There's no, I, he wrote on know. Golden Girls for many years. <laughs> he that's slept true. on his mother's couch. My, he slept <laughs> on his mother's couch. Okay. According, According to, to church. Church.
5: Jerry.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh but sure, of
1: course. We all know who that is. That. I could never tell you created dress for housewives, but we all know about that asshole sleeping on his mother's couch. Oh my god. Uh
0: so what was it, a guest room? <laughs> <I'm kidding.
3: laughs> I'll have you know <laughs> I have bought my mother a house. Well, okay, okay. Here we go, actually, Elvis. No. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so no, I was actually no, this, as the story goes, I was actually visiting my mother down in she had a, a condo down in Orange County, California, and I was visiting her and we were watching coverage of the Andrea Yates trial. Hmm. And I said to my mom, this is back 2001ish. Um, And I said to my mom, gosh, can you imagine a woman being so desperate that she would hurt her own children? And my mom took her cigarette out of her mouth and said, I've been there.
5: (laughs) And
3: and I was like, excuse me? And for the first time in my uh, life, she started telling me stories about how alone and desperate she had felt while my dad was away doing um, business. And she would be left with us three kids alone. Mm -hmm. And literally, as she's telling me this, I thought, well, gosh, if you've had moments of desperation and you with a wonderful, perfect wife and mother, well, then every woman's gone through that. So my mom gave me the idea wow. for Desperate Housewives. Oh, so I, I really feel cool. I owed her yeah. some a house. stuff, a house, and, <laughs> and the car I bought her. Yeah. That so, seems fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems fair. So, you know, because I wasn't going to give her a piece of the back end. So you know. <laughs> Smart. Exactly.
1: Very smart. You could have given her merch because he, that wasn't a big merch show. So you could have said, Mom, I'm going to give you all the merch. I, here's a t-shirt, Mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that, that's,
0: that's what I thought you meant. Actual, like, you meant the money
1: from merch. I <laughs> meant the money from the merch. Oh, I didn't, Mom, I didn't, no. I didn't no. mean just, <laughs> going no, to go
3: into the no, swag locker. No, no, she has to get an agent to negotiate <laughs> that, yeah. that stuff. Okay. No, that's <laughs> not. I'm, I'm not gifting that crap away. Uh-uh. All right, well, Mark
1: Cherry is here. He's walked in with these these two beautiful people. The entire room just got more attractive Yeah. Uh,
0: no Samuel L. Jackson's on that couch. Karen's <laughs> <laughs> uh, there.
3: Just one Jonah Hill. Look at the two of them. What's going on yeah, over
0: there? Good-looking couple. They
3: gotta be bothered every step you had to make right. And no, notice the pink and gray. Yeah, they I, match. We, we about it no,
5: color it's disgusting.
1: Yeah, that's. Well, yeah, we're unhappy about that, right? Uh, I'm very unhappy. I didn't I?
6: Didn't, didn't even realize notice. it. You notice. I did. I, didn't I said
5: out. I'm not
1: walking. You must now. know you're not on microphone. <laughs> <laughs> just yelling over there in the corner like a crazy person. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm loud. <laughs>
0: yeah we are picking it up a little bit are we picking it up I don't, I don't know what you're saying i
1: just hear it mumbling through the uh muted colors uh all pastel right. is in what's that pastel is in uh i like a nice pastel sure right we'll bring out those miami vice colors It'd mm-hmm. be nice nice pastel shirt underneath a white uh, sport coat
0: you go first <laughs> <laughs> you put that on i'll be right behind you with it right, i put it on look like a costume
1: <laughs> you know why because it is. <laughs>
0: yeah.
5: uh,
1: all right, Mark Cherry's here. Let's take a break. We'll be back. We're going to talk more about uh, his upbringing, uh, <laughs> specifically more uh, about his mother and her smoking habit. Uh, we'll find out. We'll get to the bottom of these two kids. They're, they're getting uh, they're engaged, from what I understand. By mm-hmm. the use of the word fiance, maybe we got a date. Uh, we got a date. We do. We do. All right. Listen, that's our tease. We're going to find out what that date is when we come back. <laughs> now we speak highly of Harry's razors on this show. We have been for a while. Don't be. Don't. You know what? You see him at Target? Ignore. You Don't, see them at any yeah. e- your, uh, retailer, you ignore it. You understand me? Don't give Target the sale. Do you understand what I mean by that? Give
0: us the sale and t- save yourself a trip. Save some gas. How about that? Save the environment. I know there's someone delivering the razor to you, but you know what? Those guys are delivering anyway. So.
1: There is an imprint, isn't there, Matt? Mm-hmm. That you would like to make smaller.
0: Yeah, the, the carbon footprint needs to be reduced. What did I say? Imprint. And I yeah. got confused. I thought you were talking about a record
1: label. <laughs> I, I met Footprint. You know that I met Footprint. And you, luckily, you handled yourself very well. Now, listen, if you don't love the shave, as long as you uh, let them know within 30 days, Harry's is going to give you a full refund. That's it, confidence. It is confidence. You're going to have confidence as you walk around with the closest shave. I don't know if you've ever had. I can't. Uh, that seems uh, like, a, you know, maybe you've had a one. I don't want to be brought into court. No, you they don't. said Jimmy Pardo said I'm going to have the closest shave ever. I can tell you I specifically yeah. had the closest shave in July of 1997. Yeah. Like I had laser hair removal on my face. Right. This was not as close as that. Well, of course not. It's not. It's not lasers. Right. Well, also, but again, it's not even. Bla- maybe you maybe you did have a closer shave. I am. I, those were my words. Because in your experience, I had a nice shave from Harry's
5: clean, close shave.
1: Harry stands behind
0: the quality of the blades. All right. That's why they give you the refund. 30 days. You got 30 days to decide.
5: Well, they've
1: created, Matt, a $13 trial set that comes with everything you need for that close, comfortable shave we've been speaking about. Mm -hmm. Here's what you get. A weighted ergonomic handle. I like the handle. Yep. Feels good. Right? You hold it in your hand. It's got some weight to it. Feels like you got something there. That's exactly right. You're not just sticking around with some bullshit. (laughs) You get a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip, and what I really love about it, that trimmer blade. Mm-hmm. Get right up in there in the stroll. I call them the Furious Five, those blades. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. It's time for the Furious Five? Mm-hmm. I just, I just call it the Diesel. And then when I put the shaving cream on, I'm like,
0: white lines. That's a, oh, you went that
1: way. I was, song, yeah, I was going fast and furious.
0: I was going Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did a cover of that? Who did a cover of White Lines? I could be 100% wrong about this, but I'm willing to to put my
1: life on the line. Just take a shot in the dark and say Blondie? Duran Duran. Oh. Yeah, that sounds right. I think you did. I think you're right. You get a rich, lathering shave gel. Mm -hmm. You get a travel blade cover, which you spoke about in the past. We love it. Go to harrys.com slash pardo. That is harrys.com slash pardo. You get the closest, that weight of that handle. I like the shave. You know what? I like the aftershave. I know that's not part of the. Uh, I do too. Trial offer here, but you uh, the aftershave does a nice job. I buy it. I treat uh,
0: yourself to that. If you're getting that that package deal,
1: then add the post shave
0: condition. Oh, absolutely. Cream, gel. Whatever. I
1: also use the daily face wash. Face wash. Nice. Facial wash. Mm-hmm. Facial cleanse. Whatever they call it. Soap. <laughs> yeah, but it's got that little grit to it. So
0: you, oh, it softens up the skin. Yeah, I like. Gets it. the dead follicles. That's out of right.
1: Gets the dead follicles. Follicles? Out. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, follicles. follicles? No. Well, the dead skin cells. Dead. dead. It's just skin yeah, cells. Yeah, foll- it wouldn't be follicles. No, it's not the follicles.
1: No, no I'm, I'm we're get, not talking follicles here, Jimmy. I'm getting rid of
0: the follicles with the blade. Right. Well, you're trimming them down. No. To, down to the. This is so goddamn close,
1: it pulls them right out of your oh face. Oh, my God. Again, that's Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. Uh, right now, listeners was Never Not Funny can redeem their trial set at com slash pardo. You got to go to harrys.com slash pardo to redeem your offer. harrys.com slash pardo to redeem your offer. H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. That's right. Let them know that I sent you to help support the show. That's important. harrys.com. Harry's. Harry's. A better way to shave. Matt Bellman, Now, you have a gorgeous head of hair. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm going to give you a piece of advice. It's better to start. Saving it now than oh. to wait until it's too late. Yeah, you know, you're probably right. I'm getting on in years. It is easier to keep your hair than to replace the hair you've lost. Mm-hmm. Take it from com. F O R H I M S. F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com. That's your one-stop shop for hair loss, mm-hmm. skin care, okay. sexual wellness, yeah. for men. For men. 4hims. For dot com. Be like this, not like this. That's their TV commercial, oh, right? Uh, with medical-grade solutions, real doctors, and well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions, that can help you keep your hair. For Hims, offers men easier, more affordable, affordable, more affordable access to the prescriptions, products, and medical advice they need. These are not, damn it, Matt. What? These are not herbal supplements. Oh my, God, I'm so sorry. These are prescription solutions backed by science. Science. science! No waiting room, no awkward doctor visits, which I, by the way, again, I I am not in a position where I currently need maybe the heroin. I <laughs> could only use the heroin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, uh, the other, the gentleman uh, pill. <laughs> I don't need it, luckily. Yes. I have a raging boner as we speak. <laughs> okay. Just talking about it. Yep. Um, but if I ever did, I don't want to go to a doctor. No. I don't want to talk about it. Right. And I didn't even want to go fill a prescription, frankly. Yeah. I would love it to just come to my door. This is the way to do it save hours by going to and you Just answer a few quick questions. Then a doctor will review and prescribe you, and everything will be sent directly to your door. Mm-hmm. Now, listeners of Number.Funny can get a free trial. Nope. Damn it. It's $5. I okay.
0: just bumped it up. All right. That's a reasonable amount of money. You know what it is. Thank God. No, just skip, your, skip that coffee that you're going to get at Starbucks one day and. Uh...
1: Starbucks was closed today for a few hours. Okay. (laughs) Listeners, get a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just five bucks today. Right now, while supplies last, go to the website. for uh, That is for Full details are over there. This would cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. You can get it for just five bucks right now by doing this. Go to 4 slash Pardo. That is slash Pardo. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash Pardo. For Nope. Who? What's he? Who's my, what's my name? For him Cardo. Call me by my name. Jimmy Pardo. Pardo. Jimmy Pardo. Check it out. slash Pardo. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash Pardo. 4 slash Pardo. For hims mm mm Hey everybody, welcome back to the program of a SIP program. Episode 22, where did we land? 15? Mm-hmm. 2215. Mark Cherry is here. Mark, of course, was a, uh, an answer on Jeopardy. You figure out why. <laughs>
3: uh, he, of
1: course, created Desperate Housewives. Yep. Right? You and I went to his home once. We did. Which uh, uh, was, a, what did I... Gorgeous. A,
0: a
3: gorgeous. estate. Yeah. Thanks. I'm missing some silverware.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know you had a party around that time. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. So. All right. I saw some... I, you had more housekeepers than I've ever seen. Talk to them about this, missing Silverware. <laughs> 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 I have the two of us that were afraid to sit down in any fucking piece of furniture you had.
3: That's why I had you sit outside, by the way. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> no. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, you also have cats, do you not? Do you have cats? I do have cats. Yeah, I think that's why we were. Isn't that why we were outside, Jeff? Didn't I uh, raise a yeah, stink via email? Absolutely. I'm deathly
0: allergic. Oh, wait a minute. If he's. I forgot he's going to be using that microphone. I need to turn that on.
1: Uh, all right, well, let's go around the horde. As I, so I said, Mark Cherry is here. We're thrilled to have him. He's uh, taking time away from, I uh, I'm probably yelling at some staff over the <laughs> Uh Beautiful house, staircase. He walks down the staircase mm-hmm. in a way that uh, it's going to be a bumpy ride. What That's that? right. All about Eve. That's how he uh, that a, that came down yeah. those steps. <laughs> pull, by the way, couldn't pull out Betty Davis, yeah. which is why I decided to dance around that. What are you doing?
4: I'm oh, doing that awkward thing.
0: Oh, sorry. God, so yeah. many problems. Yeah. Is that good? Is this good? It's, it's all about camera angles for this
3: Yeah, guy. I know you're concerned about the oh, neck, Jesus. but we still have okay. to... At,
5: you,
3: at some point, it would probably right be easier to just accept the fact that I'm fat <laughs> and then deal with that. So, yeah. That's on you and you work out <laughs> I think you your own time. <laughs> yeah. That's between me and my therapist. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mark is, of course, creating some
1: always oh, creating stuff here in Hollywood. And, uh, we're on the Golden Girls for years, which is what... Uh, when we mentioned we were going over to Mark's house, you got very excited. Yeah, big Golden Girls fan. He's a big Golden Girls
2: big fan. Big Desperate Housewives fan too.
1: Is that oh, right? Thank yeah. you very
2: much, yeah. thanks. So do you guys well,
1: all go to Disney together? How does it work?
2: <laughs> I'm sure. We're not allowed to talk about what happens. I, I don't we... know. I know you people
3: love
1: the Disney as well. I know that that's all part <laughs> of the package.
3: Um, is, <laughs> is, was this, is this, are you gay? Is that yes. where, okay. Yeah. So that was just pure, um, okay, bigotry. <laughs> Great, I'm, I'm, I'm back on. Want to be fair, you have I'm the here. same glasses as well. <laughs> do they have the
1: same glasses? They kind of do, don't they? I'm guessing ones no. cost a hell of a lot more than the other. (laughs) That seems probable.
2: (laughs) These are Tyler Oakley Warby Parker glasses, Elliot. Wait a minute. Tyler Oakley has a brand
1: of glasses at Warby Parker? Yeah. A YouTube sensation. A line, yeah. Yeah. Has his own line of uh, glasses. Yeah. They're nice. We've complimented them in the past. They are beautiful glasses. They look great on you. They fit your face nicely.
2: Yeah. That's difficult to do. What do you mean? no you're
1: a handsome man? Well, thank
3: you. The way, okay. you, especially the Kate, way you're trimming down, you're now basically doing sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our show. Well, welcome it's twelve years of never not funny. Uh, <laughs> kidding me? I already
1: said I was going to watch uh, Jeff and Natalie fuck. I would be more than happy to do that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. By the way, that's that's yeah, the that's a legit offer. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of stuff happens on this show for humor. That is a legit offer. You're in. I, I'm, you
0: wouldn't. My role is to shake my head disapprovingly.
6: On the air. See where Matt's hands
1: are right How now. How about this? I pay. What? You're, you're in, right? You pay me? No, I cover. I cover the. I cover the whatever they're charging. Oh, Okay. So I now cover. they're prostitutes.
0: This is great. No.
1: No. They're no. No. They're not. They're, they're not. They're performance artists. They're performance
0: artists. Oh, got Thank it. you. Yeah, sure. Oh, she's in the theater. We've yes. gathered. Yeah.
1: It's eyes wide shut. We put a couple of weird masks on. We yeah. go watch them beg
6: around at a closet. I'll be the guy that hits the one piano key over and over. Again. Is that cool?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: is that what you call it these days? Uh, um, by the way, um, oh. what what, Jeff? <laughs> I was just if what well, would the fans pay cuz it's streaming now. It's it's video. Oh, you saying... Is, uh, you know, like you a really new, should uh, uh, there, there should your be a pornography before know, you offer she up she sex acts for money game. She's proud of herself. She's very
1: Wow. I, I don't that face does not uh, match
4: what
3: you just said
1: I don't yeah. know if she's a good actor but uh, I would cast her instantly just based on that reaction yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a great look. facial that was expression, expression. Yeah, absolutely. all right let's get off this topic because I'm uncomfortable <laughs> with it that said my offer stands <laughs> okay. uh, all right let's check in with Garen Cockrell he's over there at the pop culture Beast info that's matched by dogbell.com he's looking uh dapper than ever you're going to the theater tonight you said uh, yes sir what are you going to see the, wait wait name the theater I'll try to guess what show I know Pantages theater color purple
0: I'm guessing. It's a, I thought it was an open guessing game. No, you said I know. Well,
1: I'm guessing. That doesn't sound like a guess.
0: I was 99% sure, but it's still a guess. You want to see Color Purple? Color
1: Purple. That's well, going to be great, right? I Do you think the Tory so. cast is any good? I don't day? know. It's going to be dicey.
6: They're very good. You've seen it? Very good. We have friends in it. Uh, oh, Amar cool. Atkins is in it. He understudies Mister. He might go on. Uh, but I,
3: I <laughs> what a what a terrific advertisement! He's in the, the ensemble. Show. You know he might go on. So <laughs> oh, if, if you're it? rolling the dice tonight, <laughs> head out to the Pantages.
6: <laughs> you're at the Sunday Matinee. Look for that guy. <laughs> Look uh, for Atkins as Mister. So the opening, I right? saw him in Poughkeepsie. Uh, both of them were in it, and uh, Jared Dixon did go on as Mister. He's now Mufasa in nope, The Lion King. Simba. Good try. He's Simba. Simba. He's okay. Simba and the Lanking All right, So you've got friends in the theater. Good for you. <laughs> um, so do you. But Yes, of course I do. i On Broadway.
1: Oh. Uh, not touring. It was just uh, an endorsement. That's not true. You'll enjoy yeah, it. Who are you referring uh, to? I look forward to seeing it. I, but it's only here for like two weeks, right? I think so. Yeah. It's one of those? Three weeks. Three weeks. Three
0: weeks? On the asshole. <laughs> um, I'm off by we seven have tickets. Days. We got the season pass, so we're going. When are you going? I think the weekend after we're in New York, so.
1: Two weekends, nine ten, yeah, somewhere in there. Right in that area. Mm-hmm. Oh, After we oh, go see okay. Kesha on the eighth, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. where's Kesha? Kesha's gonna be the forum. Oh, with uh, the Macklemore. As uh, Matt, can I quote you? Mm-hmm. We will uh, exactly enjoy fifty-one percent of that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of Kesha and then the one
0: song they do together. Yeah,
6: <laughs> so why we're would you up. guys don't like Macklemore?
1: It's not, it's not my bag. I might, I might walk out of that forum going, hey, I'm wrong. A
0: fan tweeted us after we <laughs> talked about it and said, I felt the same way, and I ended up really enjoying him. So, I don't it know. came
1: on Conan once, and I just, it, it still wasn't. Uh, I
0: like one of his songs, or maybe two.
1: Which one did you? do? That, uh, Can't Hold Me?
0: I like downtown. downtown. Downtown's good. Was, uh, What's the one about a flea market or a thrift, thrift shop? Thrift shop, yeah.
3: That I'm thrilled to excellent. find out her name's pronounced Kesha because she had a like a dollar sign for oh, a long really? time. Yeah. And I didn't know how to pronounce the name. She's well, dropped what, it. She well, what would you do top. then? Would you just
1: get locked up
3: at the... I would go the the chick with the dollar sign. I would even attempt the <laughs> He
0: would name, just buy Lady
6: Gaga's so. album instead. That's yeah. what he would do.
3: <laughs> Pretty much. I, I introduced Mark to Rainbows and he enjoyed it. I don't mean to speak to you. Guys, I stopped <laughs> listening to pop music when Karen Carpenter died. So okay. I'm really far behind. Sure. Okay, everything. You know, that's a long. Yeah, that's Yeah, yeah. No. I Were you a big Carpenter's fan? After long enough of being alone. That was like I had the Carpenter singles which had the brown cover. Um like that was my whole high school right there really Yep, that was everything i listened to i was you
1: didn't think i I, I am produced
3: i am so like landy mcwhite (laughs) who you was? yeah no no i they i never listened i never listened to any like bands or anything like i my parents were like concerned that i listened to abba it seemed a little um edgy for them
0: (laughs) (laughs) are you excited for the abba virtual reunion that's in the works
3: I've already bought my tickets, yes. Oh, I'm wow. In. Yeah, no, 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 it's like... it's like, condescending?
0: <laughs> I Don't send him. I didn't know there were tickets to be had. I thought it was just an online. They're, they're not, that was
3: a joke. Thank you, oh, though, okay. for playing. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: what, is the, what are they doing? I, I, I bring it up mostly because I want to understand You know, it. I don't know the answer to that either. They are
1: recording. They recorded two new songs, Yeah. but apparently they're doing some sort of virtual thing, but it's going to be like a muse- an ABBA museum, oh. and then you can go into one room and see a virtual couple of songs, I think.
5: Hmm. I also That's not exciting.
1: might have... All of this wrong. Hmm. So I stop after headlines. You know that I read a headline. <laughs> yeah, I get enough information. <laughs> you feel? You feel?
3: You know? I know what, it all. What's or, going on? Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. I
1: and I come up with my own story. Whether I'm right or right
0: or wrong or wrong. I mean, they could. They, do they just feel they can't pull it off? Because they would sell out crazy if they, they went well, on tour.
3: I also think though, at that age, because once you get into your 60s and 70s, the idea of touring. Is probably pretty unappealing, yeah. you know. It's like it's such so designed for young people right. who you know who 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 are just starting out and they've got that hunger. And by the time you're 65 and you've got your mansion, your huge pool, it's like uh, I'll show up for like one show, mm-hmm. you know, like but it's think that of it, kind of thing. But
1: it, 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 that said, ABBA could come into town. They could do uh, New York, Chicago, San Francisco, and here sell out. Tremendously. Yeah. Tremendously. And then, or how about a residency in Vegas? Pass. (laughs) (laughs) They could certainly do that, but but they, but they would make less money.
0: Mm, Yeah. They, they,
1: if they went to these big markets
3: and even one show in each,
0: but, but they could do, they could probably sell at the forum for a week. If they did that, they could,
5: am
3: I, am I overselling? no, (laughs) you know what though? They have a whole new fan base uh, based on mama Mia. Right. So the interesting thing is that even though they haven't been, you know, touring or working for the last 15 years, their music was reading, reaching totally new generations. Mm-hmm. And that's that, to me, is always the shocker, is you can have been massively... Uh, well, I'll tell this story. This is a humiliating story for me, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell it. Like, uh, under the heading of how pop culture goes by so quickly, I was asked by my sister to speak at career day at her junior high in Anaheim. So I walk in about three weeks ago and speak to a bunch of... Um, <laughs> seventh graders about what they want to do when they grow up and I said I started off by going well how many here have have seen Desperate Housewives and not one kid raised their hand and then I said how many have you have heard about Desperate Housewives not one kid raises their hand and then I started doing the math and it was like oh yeah you guys were all born the year the show premiered and you were all eight when we went off the air and the fact that you haven't, didn't see it before the age of eight just means you had good parents. Right. <laughs> so, you know, so I suddenly was like, oh, that's right. So for me, they're just, I might as well be an old Rogers in the Stare picture <laughs> because I am just now off in the nether version of the past. And for these kids, I was asking them name an old TV series, name an old movie. What would they pick? They, like someone said New Girl.
0: I think it fast. I will give the kids credit for <laughs> that. Yeah, I got a little tired of it. No,
3: but see, like so for them like you you just think popular culture swings by so fast that for ABBA they're really lucky because right. they had a show that was running that yeah. was reminding mm-hmm. people of those songs and who they were and stuff. So so in in a way their career's kept going. So I think they would yeah. be a huge event and I would I would be the first in line. I
1: would be there too. And they but they've been talking about reuniting. This has been going on for 30 you know, yeah. It's like the Beatles in a way. Right. Like, like what money would they need to
3: mm-hmm. do this? Mhm.
1: Apparently a lot because they have no interest in doing it. They probably have all the money they want. They, they don't. Fine. Those yeah. two guys wrote chess and they had that as successful <laughs> in, in many small theaters around the country. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know
0: they
6: wrote chess. Yeah, well, the dudes did. Yeah, wow. How much do you think they get from Mamma Mia? Because it grossed
3: two I billion dollars. I love you with money. Seven dollars.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I know they
3: gave,
0: they gave Mark's mom the merch, so they, <laughs> yeah. that was uh...
3: yeah. They were she was able to get a back end deal from them. That seemed odd, but you know, Nessa like, Falstag was worth like, having give mother. <laughs> But, you know, but but I was I was thinking about that because also whatever issues like, you know, how bands there's always some kind of just horrible argument or bitter resentment, you know, 35 years goes by. You can sometimes put that stuff aside. So, you know, because then you're like, oh, that's right. The the time in my life where I felt the most relevant to the planet, I I have a connection to this guy. So I'm going to have to deal with this guy to, to get back in that limelight. So some people make that decision. And then, of course others never do.
6: Yeah. Fleawood Mac did it. If they can do it, I think anybody can do it. Right? Thanks, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way you you undersold your entire thing, the second, I mean, they can do it, anybody can do it.
5: Right? right like <laughs> I mean, I mean, right? You know, it, in, his,
0: in his mind, he pictured us all picking him up and putting him I on gonna, our shoulders. I thought I was getting the key to the city with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, All right. right.
6: Jeff, Jeff, Jeff.
0: Like, oh, Jimmy's going to love this Fleetwood Mac <laughs> reference. Jimmy's like, yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Whatever. Yeah, Fleetwood <laughs> Mac. Good for you, Jeff. They <laughs> <laughs> just hung me out to dry.
6: I didn't do it. I'm not alone in that. We all hung you out to dry.
1: <laughs> you were a clothesline and an old photograph. All right. Now, this. <laughs> uh, who's going with you to see this color purple tonight? You going with a friend of yours, a buddy of any sort?
2: Uh, my friend William was going.
1: You go with Bill? Oh, William! Mm-hmm. William's back in the picture, mm-hmm. but still in the
0: friend uh, zone, as they say.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: By, but by, we haven't heard about William in a while. No, that's true. William, was, for, just to bring the room up to date, William was a <laughs> guy that that Garen met on not a grinder. Where was it? Look, was it grinder? <laughs>
3: in today's oh, how fantastic for, for you that you get to discuss this on on. <laughs> <air>. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was on it
2: was on grinder.
3: But met, you guys, uh, you just have enjoyed each other's
1: company. Yeah.
3: I'm, when yeah. you met William on Grinder, did you tell him? By the way, anything we do might be discussed <laughs> on a podcast. No. Okay, so, you know, good. Let him surprise. It'll be a surprise for him. He'll discover it. He'll <laughs> get excited. You may want to have changed his name every time this story. Maybe
2: I did. Oh. oh. Maybe I did. William's a great
3: choice, though. I love yeah. that the name. Maybe his William. name isn't William Redfield. And it's in <laughs> yeah, you know, it's entirely it's possible. Chipanga. William's got a nice place. Yeah, you know. exactly. Uh, all right, Garen, and then over the weekend, you
1: saw
2: Solo. You already gave us your review on that. I loved Solo. I watched Jumanji last night. I, I understand that. I got four stars from you. It's excellent. Everybody that oh, saw Jumanji raves so about fun.
0: It. We almost watched it last night, too, and then it just yeah. got too late. We we're going to watch it with the kids. And
1: Hey, speaking of you and your kids, you know what yeah. you've done? Uh, you as Matt Belknap, mm-hmm. you, what you've done more this year than I have, and I'm fascinated by it. Gone to a baseball game? Gone to a baseball game. Yeah. Yeah, we went to the Dodgers game. Yeah, you've been to two baseball games
0: this season. We, can I tell you, you could not ask for a better baseball game to take a six-year-old and a nine-year-old to than this game. It was two and a half hours long, great. three home runs, Dodgers win, and they the kids got on the Jumbotron. It was wow. amazing.
1: That's a win. Yes. You, guys, it looked like you guys had great seats, too.
0: Yeah, we sat in that little sliver of left field that's in fair territory right before, the, before you're in the bleachers. Like, between... But like the the uh, the bullpen was right next to us, to our left. So uh, like we like
1: I'm not sure I am
0: right. Then were those good seats? I think the, I think they're fun they seats. They sound horrible. Well, they're they're not good if you want to watch a, a pitcher's duel, for example. <laughs> but it's fun because we're right, like Matt Kemp's right in front of us. Um, Jock Peterson later came into the game but like you can look into the bullpen and watch the pitchers warm up which I think is fun mm-hmm. and then there's action there's foul balls and, and everyone's oh, we didn't get a home run in our area but sometimes you get that action over there and uh, and oh and then on Sundays the kids get to go on the field after the game and run the bases I know
1: Oliver did it twice
0: which is it's so cool,
3: yeah. I was so comfortable when you were talking about Broadway musicals, <laughs> and then you shifted to sports, and you and just lost me sports. completely. Yeah. Been going
0: out
1: for family, yeah, a day. I don't
0: care about. By the way, the and that, that
3: also I find objectionable. <laughs> <calls. laughs> Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. I forget about mother. You don't care for my lifestyle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, there's it's no, nothing
3: about this that I find appealing. <laughs> 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 That's a my uh,
1: all right, so Garen, uh, tonight's the big color purple. You and William are back in stride. <laughs> Over the weekend, you saw the, a couple of movies, a couple of motion pictures. Uh, anything else? <laughs> Nope. All right. Well, you look great today. Thank you. you look dynamite. Whatever you're doing is, is working. Sweating? I'm hot as hell. It's very well, that's because these here. people
2: refuse to not be an inch away from you. Look, I'm. Do you want me to sit over there? Captivating. He's very
3: oh.
1: <laughs> Hang on. Hold on. <laughs> I'll up my offer.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to throw Garen we got away. From if it, Garen's
1: into the mix,
0: you know. Garen's an experienced threesome
3: guy. That could totally work, yeah. <laughs> it
1: could. What it could work? Just happened. <laughs>
6: I don't know. I don't know. Mark Mark's all of a sudden selling to. people out. You're <laughs> selling middle.
3: people
1: out. Well,
0: that's known on the show. I just I want to I want everyone in the room to understand. Gary me having threesomes is known on the show. That's, that's a running exactly right. storyline, <laughs> if you could call okay, it that. I'm
3: fascinated. Yeah. And ask so me anything how, you want. How so? <laughs> do people who you've had three ways with know that you've discussed that on the show?
5: Oh um, uh, yeah, Wow. Uh, okay. Right
3: I'm now. I retract the, the look on your face. I feel awful for asking. Well, it was me and my partner. We did it. He knows I talked about it. Oh, okay.
0: He listened to it. He was in a very long-term relationship that ended about a year ago, maybe?
2: About two years ago, About two years yeah. ago, two years. Oh, Can my God. It? Yeah, right? It's crazy. But, yeah. Oh. He's now living with somebody, and I'm uh, taking a platonic friend to see the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that you put on Facebook, though, that you're doing that movie uh, poster thing or whatever you're doing. That, yeah. that
1: he, he was the first person you nominated. It. Jason.
2: Yeah, because I don't like nominating people, so I'm going to just shove it off the first person <laughs> oh, okay. in my head. I, I didn't it, understand what you're still... Feels
1: I don't know. I don't like nominating people. I agree with you. Yeah. What's this thing? I don't know. Uh, I don't either. If for a while, it was with no explanation put 10 album covers from yeah. that meant something in your life. Right. Now it's put 10 movie posters okay. that meant something in your life. All right. So, you know, every day for 10 days, you're supposed to put a movie that, you know, made a difference in your My life. God, right. This is a week and a half long affair that you have to. It's <laughs> work. Yeah. It's
0: a lot of work. Sound fun at all.
2: I'm going to stop nominating people. I don't like the everyday thing. I'll do it every day, but I'm not going to nominate somebody every day. It's
6: unfair. How, wait, how do people get nominated? Like you tag them. Just go. My movie today is your almost famous. Movie. Now Jason Flamenco, you're you have to do the ten. Yeah, it's like a chain letter. Yes. Oh, it's mm-hmm. like a
1: curse. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know the, the, the chain is a, the chain is a Fleetwood Mac song. You got any thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> Rumors. Great album. <laughs> it is a good album. All right, Mark Cherry is here. Let's uh, say hello to Jeff and Natalie very quickly. Uh, we teased Mark the uh, the wedding date for these two young kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I would imagine you're invited to this wedding.
3: Um, I don't know. I haven't gotten an invitation, oh. even though they're staying at my home. So we'll <laughs> see how that works out. It would be amazing oh, if you were not invited.
6: Uh, to, oh, boy. You, you, just blew,
2: you just blew a big surprise.
6: Uh-oh. surprise oh, Big surprise, Mark. You're invited to the wedding. The oh. wedding is at your house, Mark. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the surprise. Oh, yeah. well,
2: that's the
3: surprise.
6: <laughs> we need to get in two days early. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Fantastic. Those grounds would be a beautiful oh, reception. Wouldn't imagine.
5: I've
3: actually always wanted to
6: host a wedding in my backyard. We'd say our nuptials in the cave. Yes. Or on top of the swim-up bar. Don't,
3: we don't talk about the cave on air. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's just... Darren that. just... might be fast and
0: loose with details.
1: Mark wants to be... <laughs> Let's keep it real tight.
0: Uh, that would be a
3: beautiful a place
1: to have a reception back there.
3: I, You know, I, I've always tried to get friends to do that, mostly because then I don't have to, you know, travel out of town for their wedding, so... Right? You know, we only yeah.
6: have deposits down. We can always just forfeit them. Oh, this is awkward. i <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Wait, You've been very generous. W- We're happy w- w- to have w- so the there. marks are
3: off for me to, <laughs> to, to be disdainful.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, so w- when's the big day? Uh, wait, hang on, is it this year, 2018? Matt, do you want to. Uh... Oh, should we bet on this? Yeah, we got to bet on this. Oh, okay. okay. Do, you, like... do you know the date? No. No. no, no. Oh, hang, You're not well, hearing a song right now. A theme song about us betting.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, have
1: a... one. We can pick those up and put it next to your head, Mark, hey, if you want to hear it. Although, the song's over. over. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the looks
1: it that part doesn't really apply at this one. What uh, a joy. Uh, all right. So uh, I don't have any singles. I uh, know, I I know we're it.
6: supposed to use our poker chips for this. Mark, are you in on this? I think we
1: need to use the poker chips
6: for this. Well, wait. Do we know Mark doesn't know? This could be a hustle. Mark said he doesn't know. He doesn't know. And we have not invited him yet. What is but this a little thing this you're doing? <laughs> an invite.
3: No, I'm just uh, adorable. Don't mind. Okay. No, <laughs> no <laughs> question. And by the way, you're more welcome to join them for this. <laughs> I have this, to break up. No, I have no money. I didn't know there would be gambling. The uh, rare $2 bill bet. Wow. Oh, holy crap. I haven't seen one of those in a
0: while. All right, Mark, I'll cover the gazillionaire. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, you do have a single. Then I can keep my two and put in my one, and you're putting in one for yourself. Okay. And one one for
3: Mark. I'm putting
1: one for Mark. I'm putting one yep. for, putting one for
0: Garin. Uh Elliot?
1: I do not
4: have an entire dollar in change. Oh, my
0: God. Here, <laughs> here, here. I got a five. I'll just put the five in and take the four
1: back. I'll put okay. it for him.
4: I think, I'm, I think I'm. ten cents off. Wait, is that worth let this here, and you can cover this. It's very table. official. I don't
1: want the change on this table. I don't want Do I? Oh, get nobody get your nickels. Nobody wants the nickels. Pain in the ass. It's all right. I'm gonna win probably.
3: Yeah. Uh. So, wow. are we gonna, so we're all guess, guessing the dates of the wedding. We're gonna
1: guess the date of the wedding. Yeah, um, yeah that's how dumb the show is, Mark. Okay, we're now gonna waste four and a half to five minutes <laughs> trying to guess what day they're getting married. <laughs> well, then I, I, you've got great show business stories. I'm not fucking interested. It's in very <laughs> 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 really important to
0: me that we know we
3: waste time. I'm guessing gonna guess days. the second Saturday in October.
0: Oh, second, seven, very close eight. to my anniversary. I was born. I've uh, born. I was married on uh October <laughs> You were 9. really alive. Yeah, I didn't enough. really live. I consider that my birthday. Yeah, October 9th. So are you want October 9th? you to- no, no. I'm just saying. I don't want to step on his bet, uh, his guess. Uh, so I'm going to say, what's Labor Day? I'm just going to say Labor Day, whatever the date of the Labor Day is. S-
6: September second.
0: The uh, September 3rd? hang on, I'm going the, sa- the Sunday. I'm going to say I'm the the Sunday phone. September second. Well, the it's fact like, that you had to look it up tells me it's not that <laughs>
5: date. <laughs>
0: God damn it. Yeah. I'm changing my
1: bet. <laughs> All right. So, Mark, you're going with October 13th. Yes. The weekend of, or specifically the 13th?
0: What's the 13th? Is That's that a on? Saturday. It's a Saturday. Okay. October 13th. You're going to go. Are you going to change yours? I have to, because Jeff gave it away. I mean,
4: unless somebody picks October 12th or October 14th, I think we should let Mark have the that weekend. A win. Uh, yeah. Let's Let's do that. Let's
0: each take a weekend, because no one's going to step on someone else's... Were you going to do that? <laughs> go swoop in and take no, a it was, Saturday no, it night? No, was not. Okay, so then let's just give everybody a weekend. He'll he'll take
1: okay. that weekend. It feels like a weekend for us to make this bet. <laughs> are you are you betting? You want me to go? You you already started throwing dates around. I'm not going to. Okay. okay. Uh, this is taking entirely too long. Mark, stay out of this. <laughs> I warned you. Uh,
0: all right, I'll go. Um, what's the second weekend in November? I'll take that one. You think it's a November wedding? The tenth? Wait, wait, no. They're they're in New York. They don't want to be in. I'm in Cedar Rapids on the tenth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna work for me.
0: Yeah, so that's not gonna work. Uh, all right. I'm gonna say August fourteenth. Is that a weekend? Wait a
1: minute. That's oh
0: August. No. That's not a weekend? So you want August eleventh? So I want yeah, I want
4: this. Alright, I'm gonna go with September fifteenth. Oh man. Elliot? Going last uh, is going to be bad for you, Garen. Um, <laughs> Not necessarily. There's, there's plenty of weekends, but I've just... Why
1: are we all going middle? Like, uh, Mark started this Yeah, I'm going to say
4: the, the last weekend of August.
1: So you're going to go with uh, September 1st or August 25th?
4: August
2: 25th. All right, Garen? You're getting married in New York?
5: Oh. oh. I'm going to
2: say last weekend of... First weekend of October.
1: Hmm. So you're going to go with the 6th of October. Elliot, did you say yours yet? Yeah, August 25th. How'd it go?
6: All right. <laughs> All right, please reveal, if you would, Natalie and Jeff. Oh, Going last did not hurt anybody. It's October 7th. October 7th. Oh, that weekend. Oh, my That's Shit. Columbus Day weekend. That's when yep. I got married. God He's damn it. Why didn't I just Columbus? take my own? He's
1: a rapist. Why not celebrate it with a wedding? <laughs> well,
0: we were celebrating indigenous people that day. So.
1: <laughs> He's not a good man, Columbus. Can,
3: can I have the money now? No, you didn't win. How did I not win? I know right.
1: you're used to just getting money.
3: How
1: did I not win? How do, that's I, how do I not Garen, get that? Because the first it. weekend in
0: October. You were October. close. You a week you, he you took he took your legs out from under you. Yeah,
2: I apologize. It's October six.
6: Okay. Boy, I have a lot of east. By the coast way, the next guy you meet on Grinder, and we get called <laughs> just predicting that right now. Is it on the east coast? No, it's here. Oh, it's, it's here. Uh, it's up in Moore Park.
1: Oh, wow. More Park, California. Oh, more parks. So nice. uh, I go to the More Park Country Club and golf every now and then up there,
3: Martin. Oh, you're a country club boy, huh? No!
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you just walk in and they ask you I to go, leave. I go
1: there with others
3: oh, okay. uh, and uh,
1: try to fit in the best that I so can. So you like the lifestyle but refuse to pay for it? No, I don't even know if I like the. No, I would never like the country club lifestyle. No, that's not my bag. I like golfing. That's where it ends. Just the sport. But I wouldn't know. I wouldn't mind. want to hang out with any of those uh, country club people. That's not. Uh,
6: no, I think we looked at getting married there. Well, oh, you'd love it. We that that, but there's some of yeah. the best people in the world. Around the world.
5: <laughs> we did not.
6: We did not pick it.
5: <laughs> 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 I, I want
6: uh, great reversal. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, they were going to hold the reception. The outdoor reception would have been on the golf course. What's wrong with that? Unobstructed, But unobstructed. Like they would put things up like a tent but on people would the golf be course. Playing? How does that work with the people not playing? Yeah, I playing bet you nothing. some people on the golf course wouldn't appreciate oh, that, it. Oh, it was a different place? Just, it's, well, you know. You were there. Well, that was a different location. You're not telling yeah. It was a different country club we
1: didn't like. All right. All right. Well, we love Moore Park. We, uh, we appreciate them <laughs> letting me play there from time to time. I believe it open to the public, the, the Moore Park Country Club.
2: Okay. All public? What's that? All, all public?
1: public? Yeah, but I think you could join it, but you could also just walk on. Anybody
2: can just walk on. Yeah. What are you, Roseanne? A- anybody <laughs> at all can just walk on to the country club. All right, what are you getting at? Uh, African-American? Uh, and anybody that's not...
3: <laughs> the right kind of people,
5: just say right it. The right kind of people. <laughs> yeah. I believe like, anybody ooh. is
3: allowed
1: to play there. I, I, I'm out.
5: <laughs> was for that.
1: Going on? it was well worth it it was worth that journey uh, alright well that's Jeff and Natalie they, of course we just found out October the 7th is the big day these two mm-hmm. beautiful kids are going to uh, get married underneath God's great graces <laughs> uh, is that a, the Saturday or the Sunday I'm Sunday.
0: Sunday Sunday. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's that's that's my favorite Johnny Cash album God's great graces yeah it's a good one yeah it's great it's the man in black all hymns you showing sure off maybe alright
5: <laughs> <laughs> what uh
2: He's feeling it.
1: Uh, Elliot, hello to you. Hello, sir. Over there at Sardi Chevrolet Zone. Uh, Elliot Hochberg. Elliot, your weekend was good? Yeah. What did you do? Anything of import that Mark can uh, chime in on here? Played some role-playing games over at the Strategic (laughs) Hub. So, no. (laughs) Ask as many questions as you like.
4: (laughs) Uh,
3: Okay, everyone just get comfortable because I have (laughs) a lot of questions. All right, fair enough. (laughs) When you say role-playing games, what does that mean?
4: Uh, So, tabletop, pencil, and paper. Not uh, costumes and sex that's what you're asking I think he's asking what's a role playing game actually
3: I I, I, I am and and why is this not sad that's my second question (laughs) A it is
1: (laughs) B we pretend it's not okay
3: Here's the thing,
4: there's a lot of very talented, interesting, fun people who play role-playing games, and I feel like it's unfair that it's sad. There were um, a number of ladies there as well, since it's, it, people are accused okay. of the women not being there. They
6: Nobody were, believes that part of this. The,
1: the,
4: the, ga- the first game that I played was more than half women. So, was like why does that make
6: a difference,
1: though?
4: It shouldn't, but apparently it does. It does,
1: because it's, assuming role-players just but a that's not losers sad that only
6: can't. Dudes? Yeah. There are yeah. sad women, too. I mean Why that's are you doing this
3: is over
1: again. Get out of this.
6: <laughs> RPGs are fun.
4: And you get to you get to roll some dice and do some silly things. I played a game called Paranoia, which you probably haven't heard of, but it's not your typical role-playing game with dragons and things. It's a dystopian future. Um it's
3: fun. And then and then do you talk as the characters?
4: Oh, some thing. people do, some people don't. It depends on. on and how nobody you want to play. is it
1: frowned upon if Mark and I were to show up and we were going to play this uh, dystopian business. Sure, sure. Uh, would we? If, and we chose not to do character voices, You'd I'm not fine. suggesting that I wouldn't. You'd uh, be fine. Nobody would go. Ah, they're not really committing.
4: No, no, not at all. In fact, I find the opposite is more is more the case because people who like to play role playing games are not always the most outgoing people as you are, you know, observing. So they're less likely to do voices and things like that. The game does the does the work for those players and that's a fine way to play. There's nothing there's nothing What is
3: about. what is the game though? Let's find out.
4: Um, so you <laughs> this this could take a while.
3: I will just try to I'll try oh, to make a Oh
1: Mark, you don't know this. Uh, he's a windbag. bag. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, you just my stepped goodness. in a bear trap. <laughs> now you have
3: to lie on the book, ground. It can't be worse than the you know 45 shut minute bet. Shut, shut up. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up.
4: So, are you familiar with Dungeons and Dragons at all?
3: I, I have heard of Dungeons and Dragons.
4: All right, so the simplest thing is, you put together a character by rolling dice for attributes. So it's like if you were writing a character for your show, instead of just coming up within your head, you use dice to determine whether or not they're smart or strong or whatever. And then as you play the game, you use those attributes to either mechanically decide whether you succeed at things or to guide the choices that you make. So if you roll up a, a dumb character, you might play the character as dumb even though you're not.
3: That's basic. Yeah, it's sad.
4: Um. <laughs> I reject your uh, assessment.
1: If I was a cartoon, I'd have X's for eyes.
3: I literally zoned
1: <laughs>
4: out on that. But that was that was not long.
3: No, It, no, it, it I'll was give a, that.
0: remarkably short for, for an Elliot. No, I, I just thought I'd thanks. cut
3: to the chase before I sure. d- yeah. wept tears. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, so, so that's So it's kind fair. of like Monopoly, but instead of having a board that guides you and teaches you about capitalism, <laughs> it's fantasizing about being people that you're not because your life is empty. Here's is that, what it is, does Mark. That, so Mark, <laughs> Mark? Yes.
4: Here's so, okay, what it is. Great. RPGs are just like fantasy baseball, but without That's sad that too. That's, that's not going to go. No, it's not. But it's
1: totally fair. No, it's not. <laughs> <And> <laughs> baseball is a wonderful, it's a wonderful hobby.
4: Elliot's
0: now trying to divide the room. He's, <laughs> he, saw, he saw an opening. He's like, yeah. wait, I can put, I can make this about Jimmy's hang up
1: You know I don't disagree. We, I know. Whatever, enjoy yourself. Get out yeah. on the field or wherever you guys play these things and have fun. <laughs> Put your scarves on <laughs> enjoy it
0: Elliot. you forgot to mention the part where there's a game master who designs the whole oh like, yeah what's gonna happen and sure, they, so it's like improv like oh, one okay person's... so
3: this is it is directed by a higher authority yes,
0: yes. <laughs> there's one person who's like sort of sorry crafted a whole thing a whole world that Absolutely you all true. everyone else has to like adventure through and Don't they you refer you'd the end thing. up liking this oh of
1: course yeah, i i 100 yeah. agree like if i ever sat down and play this i would go you know what i gotta stop making fun of this this sound this is yeah. fun yeah yeah well it's
4: like it's like a lot of things that people find fun. Like, I, I actually got into a big argument with somebody about Magic the Gathering because I hate Magic the Gathering, but it's a very popular game. Mm-hmm. People love Magic the Gathering. I don't. RPGs, it's the same thing. You you like it, you don't. It's There's a reason why a lot of people like it. That's all.
3: I guess you know what it is, is because my living is made sitting in a chair imagining... Identities for people and things to say that it doesn't sound relaxing to <laughs> right? me because yeah, I'm like no yeah. I just did that for five days straight sure and up. I want to do something different. So over then the what weekend. do you do?
1: What does what does Mark Cherry do as a hobby? Uh, he's got Saturday off. He's not going to sit down and create a new character. What do you do? We not like sports.
3: I definitely not sports. I binge um, TV shows that I've heard about because I love watching TV shows that I in a million years would never could could never write Example. on. Example. Um, I am fascinated by *A Handmaid's Tale*. It's a great story. It's a great TV show that is so brutal I can barely watch it at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the, the politics of it and how they tell stories. Also, it's, it's paced completely differently than how I do things. I, I play Scrabble like uh, um Jeff, Jeff, Jeff has Starter. learned the hard way that I'm, I'm a really good Scrabble uh, player. Do you also play words with friends? Uh, never play that. You don't play online. You, you know like what? I don't... I. You know, I, as I may have mentioned to you, I don't... The computer's not my friend. I stay away from any kind of social media or anything, partly because I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm a middle-aged white guy who never learned, like, the technology. Right. And also because the unseen millions out there scare me. <laughs> okay. You know? I'm like, I don't want to... I Like, I don't actually understand sometimes why people... Um, want to go on and you know it's like the the chat rooms where people comment on a news story like I'll read Huffington Huffington Post (laughs) and I'll read the comment section and people are so vile yes and angry and I just it scares me because you know there's because what I do as writers I create the the image in my head of there's someone alone in their mother's basement and they have so much anger about their life and now they're going to get online and just comment about something else. And sometimes, and I'm completely over imagining this, but the, the imagination the, how my my mind takes me in terms of their character and the depth of their despair looking at this person who's lonely sexually frustrated nothing's ever gone right for them and now they're doing role-playing games yeah. and, um, oh, and not by you themselves just, you just really you just really go oh that's that's a person I don't want to meet in an alley yeah I don't blame you 100 I, yeah. I, I,
1: I envy you I, I wish uh, it wasn't yeah, there. It's not good. It's it not would good. be nice if that all went away. It's not good but
0: for we society. Can't,
3: uh, because because I think one of the, the essential things to, for the human experience is actual contact. And the simulated mm-hmm. contact of our, our current environment is is so dangerous. And I think that's what we're finding out. And what's going to be interesting to me as we go forward in our society is wondering... If we, they will, um, the government will start to legislate against some of these things. You know, there's people talking about legislating against hate speech. Um, so that always brings up the question to me. Well, what is hate speech? Who gets to decide? Right. What hate speech is? Um, I think it's. Uh, is it um, Facebook that's putting in tools in place to to pre-censor comments before they, yeah. they appear? And so you know, and it's a positive thing for other people. But I'm like, okay. You know, where does this end? So, some of it I think is necessary, and then some of it I think is odd. And it, well, uh, let me ask you guys freedom of speech, you know, that used to mean you could go out on a street corner and say anything you wanted, and people knew it was you saying it. Mm. Does a person who has not given their correct identity on the internet have the right to say anything they want? Or at some point, do, will we make it that mm. you can say anything you want, but we have to know that you're the person saying it?
6: I like that idea. Mm hmm. Well that's, you know?
4: that's sort of the regulator of free speech is essentially shame. And if you're if yeah. you're anonymous, then where's the shame?
6: Mm-hmm. I mean, we live in New York and people feel free to go on the street corner and yell whatever they wanna yell right. and not even anonymously. We just don't ask what their names <laughs> but, are. But he's right in <laughs> he just the keep sense. Keep walking. He's right you in don't the check sense their ID that after that. No, no, no. we like, <laughs> good point, buddy. They had See a guy.
3: They had a guy who was picked up on a phone doing some racist rant in a in a restaurant. Mel Gibson. And pe- people found <laughs> different racist rant. Um, okay. But people found out who he was and like went to his home. There was like a mob at his home. And that is, I mean, if you like it or don't like it, it is a way to to curb excessive hateful speech. Mm-hmm. But then you think of like like when I go on you know some of these websites just to read the comments, I'm just astonished by the things that people feel they can say. Like they can get away with, it. yeah. And so I just wonder, this is going to have an effect on our society, and it's going to change things. I think we're there. I think, yeah. and well, yeah. we'll really be there once we have a president who What's up? Um,
1: doesn't oh, say. Oh, you don't know things. this about walking in here. We support Donald Trump.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. We, we supported him. We supported Dr. Cosby. We think Ted Nugent is a great American, bad guitarist. Not Morgan Just, did. We still do. <laughs> we still do. Yeah. And of course, we go to our dentist is up in Minneapolis. Uh, yes, he hunts. That's the best <laughs> teeth cleaning you've ever had. Yeah, those are beautiful
0: wall behind. hangings. You should see this guy's office—just lions and elephants oh, all over boy. the place. This guy knows how to decorate an office. You <laughs> really get lost in the. Uh, it's like a jungle. Artifacts. It's
1: like a jungle in
0: there. Sometimes it makes me
1: wonder.
3: So you guys, so you guys like to defend the indefensible?
5: That's,
1: <laughs> <it. Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. fun. <laughs> we got to bring Laura Ingram into this. I don't know how she's getting a oh, free boy. pass in the
3: yeah. in us. Uh, yeah, because we we also she, has she done something lately, or is it just she's always her, running her mouth? That's her, the thing. Okay.
0: There needs to be one isolate, like a, like she's always terrible, but it's just kind of like a low hum. Right. But it's always it's got to be someone pops out like Kim Davis. That was we we were very supportive of Kim Davis, of course. <laughs> oh wow, she was yeah. great. Uh, I hope she gets a new job. She's, well,
1: you yeah, know well, Listen, everybody's out there trying to work. The yep. uh, according to my president's tweets today, the uh, economy is up, mm-hmm. and uh, we thank the troops.
3: According, yeah, well, that no, it, it, they had a cartoon on the on uh, in in the paper where he is literally talking to the gray he was going you should thank me (laughs) and i thought well that that kind of sums it up the thing i talked to all my writer friends about is you know it's kind of we're in such a weird place with the country with what's going on but boy it's going to produce so many amazing movies and plays (laughs) because when they start writing about this era yes it's it's like in any tone it can be dramatic it'll be you know, escapist comedy. Like, there's the. This era in our country's history is going to pr- produce some great art when we've had time to digest what the fuck has happened to us. <laughs> that
1: is, uh, because even like Primary Colors, right? Is that the name of the movie? That yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, loosely, based, loosely based on Clinton, but it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that movie. Great movie, but nothing compared to what's happening right
3: now. Yeah, because yeah. now, because these people are now insane and shameless. And I say that as someone who was registered as a Republican.
1: Yes. Uh, but you're not anymore.
3: I, I stopped being being a Republican the second his foot hit that escalator as it right? started coming down. <laughs> no, because because if you're actually a Republican, if you actually believe, and you don't even have to be conservative, you can just tilt slightly to the right. But but I've been so upset by the the response of people who don't seem to understand this man will be gone, and then we'll have to live with all these decisions. Of mainstream politicians making excuses for obviously shocking and outrageous behavior, and it's just so short-sighted um, mm-hmm. that every you know. So it's not just Trump who's doing it; it's everyone who's supporting him and not saying, "Hey, that's no, that's that's awful, that's wrong, you can't do this." So for me, it's like until until the and I I, I would say until the party gets its act together, I won't be a part of it. I think I think the party's destroyed. I think that there there should be a, a different. Party. I don't think I want to live in a, in a country where there's just one political party to subscribe to. Right. But we're going to have to come up with something else. We're going to call it something nice. You know, we'll take a nice nice name. But go back. Maybe Whigs. What about Whigs? they? Let's go back to the Whigs. Right I don't know what they were. Because no one can. For. Yeah, no one knows <laughs> what the Whigs were for. So let's yeah. go back to you the Whigs. can wigs. rewrite
1: whatever they're about. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So you're saying, let's say 2024. Uh, he's gone. Let's hope he's gone to 2020. <laughs> but. In 2024, he's gone. Uh, there is a Republican running for office. You d- you don't know now if you would support that guy. You, would you? you no. You would no, I don't.
3: There. I don't. Absolutely not. Because part of or, or that her, woman or that woman. That was cute.
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy show, Mark.
3: <laughs> got it. Got it. Hilarious. Anyway, seriously though, um, no, because because at some point you you. you you need to take responsibility for your actions. And how how does anyone run now? Let like let's say they they nominate someone in the Democratic Party and this person we find out they, you know, they once had an affair. At this point, how do the Republicans even pretend that that's, that's shocking? Right. Yeah. You know, like, no, you've actually destroyed anything you could ever say about potential future candidates. Um, the evangelical right of which my family belongs. My family are devout Southern Baptists. They've lost all credibility because mm. they because it's like, no, the guy's not only having an affair on his wife when she had a baby. It's with porn stars. Like, seriously, like, it, you know, and possibly if we're supposed to believe the stuff about the dossier, there may have been prostitu- many prostitutes in Russia peeing on a bed. Yeah. Like, you know, so at, at some point you just look at everyone and, and go, all you can say is those things may be true, but I like the fact that my taxes are cut. Okay, but then when the Democrats put up someone who has done something shocking, you just can't talk about it anymore. And and in a weird way, that's bad for both parties because there should be some threshold of behavior Agreed. that we, we yeah. as a country get to you know mark
6: so. did you hear about hillary's email servers oh what's going on Shut <laughs> <Something laughs> up she, she was so, <laughs> but she benghazi'd uh from the email servers you gotta be kidding oh, me. yeah why didn't i hear about she this? she caused it <laughs> i would she never was, would have voted well, for because <laughs> of the lame
0: stream media won't tell you
6: the truth that's why <laughs> i'm gonna take it from wall street to main street shut up <laughs> she had two emails two she, she would two, use two, two different one personal and she would email ISIS to attack Benghazi <laughs> from, from her personal, from the personal, <clears throat> on the server that she had, compromise this country.
3: And and people go, you know, that may be, but I like her standing on abortion, so I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what we've come to. It's it's and it, when you think about it, any even a rumor of infidelity a hundred years ago sunk you sunk you
1: oh but with Gary Hart remember Gary Hart was oh, yeah. uh, Jennifer Flowers D- no, no 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 Donna Rice Donna, Donna Rice who was Jennifer Flowers that was, that was, Clinton. Clinton. That was Dr. Clinton
3: he's a
2: love doctor
0: yeah, he's, who was it Donna is Rice demon <laughs> I believe it was Donna Rice yeah. Donna Rice
3: and, right. and the boat was the monkey business Yes. Yeah, yeah. so
0: perfect
1: right he's a big Marx Brothers fan <laughs> <laughs> come on that's a good pull. that's a very that's good pull. Right, I'm fast, but that was
5: really fast. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: okay. That was nice. Mm. What if he was, though? What if he's a big... Uh, was it his boat? I don't even remember the whole
6: story. Whose boat was that?
3: I think he borrowed it.
6: Yeah. No one buys boats. He borrowed a boat to have an affair on? Called uh, monkey yeah. business? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
3: No, it makes a lot of sense. Was that 88? Yes, it was 88, that was 19, right? uh, Well, it was happened in 87, because he dropped out and before the election. The election. Right, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I Yeah, things have changed. Yeah, right? And the thing that's weird is, like, we're like, ugh. It's there's no outrage anymore, and you hate to say that because it's like, oh, you just know something really bad's coming down the pike, yeah, you know like like what if Trump we find out Trump had someone killed? you know that would be the fascinating thing. It's like hey, but isn't it weird though to go, wouldn't that be great?
5: <laughs>
1: wouldn't that be great if <laughs> well, we that person's found that already out? dead I mean, so. it's already, I, mean I, I don't I know like. Yeah. But wasn't it the, that was the rumor last week, right? That there's some there may be that uh, possibility that he had somebody killed, right? I, I did not hear that. But but you know, I'm in some dark. Areas. But you know
3: that that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's not
4: going to affect anything because the people who support him, many of them already think that Hillary Clinton has been killing people for right. years. You're, you're right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the, what's the number up to? Forty-seven or forty-nine? She killed forty-nine I don't people. Know.
4: They they
1: watch House of Cards. Hear me out. Let's bet on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
1: <laughs>
3: but but do you guys ever like when you suddenly hear like what people all over America think? you know like or how they excuse stuff do you ever does it ever occur to you go you know maybe democracy is just a bad idea (laughs) maybe everyone getting a say is bad you know I don't know what the option is
1: what's the other option then if, uh, if it's not that
3: well, actually, there is a point to be made that we're living in a time when the world seems to be gravitating towards dictatorships, because you look at how amazing China is doing in terms of their focus on um, building their industries and advancing. You go to see um, some, some of the cities in China that are you know technological marvels and you go, well, there's something for not giving the people. I'm not saying that I believe this, but I can see the argument being said there, you know. You know, it's better if there's just a group of elites who really plan things and, you know, the people do what they're told. And and I don't think we, you, if you say that, Americans get upset. And yet, you look at all the people who are looking the other way at Trump's dictatorial impulses, and you start to wonder, are people okay with dictatorships mm. over, over the world? As long as their personal space is clean and nice and they're making a decent living. So that's that's what you start to to wonder about is if this American experiment we call democracy is is in danger because it seems to be with Russia and, and what's going on in China and all over, you know, that that people will forgive a totalitarian regime as long as they're taken care of
0: numbers game, Jimmy.
3: Well, that's kind of the comedy that you're going to get on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, we can go back to the three-way conversation right now. (laughs) I'm fascinated by it. I love it.
6: Uh, Have you guys seen that HBO uh, documentary the last, or the final year about the Obama? No, not yet.
1: Is it great? Oh, hang on.
6: You guys can't hear there's a theme song Song playing.
3: That's
0: our theme for talking documentaries. Oh. We like to talk about documentaries.
3: (laughs) That's
1: cool, Cool. (laughs) good. RPGs. You just went on a 45 minute rant (laughs) about dictatorship. You are not allowed to mock. You are not allowed to mind.
3: It was like two minutes, and you did 45 minutes on betting about a, a wedding day. And,
0: and well, you're welcome. What we're learning is time is subjective, you guys.
6: <laughs> is, it, is it great? It's really great. Uh, it, it, it really shows a lot of the, uh, the people that you don't get to see working in their offices on their Blackberries, which is not the most interesting part, but there's a lot of uh, exposure to Obama in you know talks that you didn't obviously wouldn't have been privy to, mm-hmm. and I only thought I only brought it up because at, there was one where he was speaking to uh, a group of Chinese uh, students in China, and uh, one of them asked him about leadership, and he said that it's an easy answer to say that if you want to uh, you know figure out why people make decisions that it's about money or if it's about power, but he says it's about the story. They like people like stories. So in the sense of Trump. He's telling a very compelling story that you can't penetrate to, like, with logic or, like, to say, like, clearly, he's just, you know, setting the game board so that when he's out of office, he's just gonna, him and his, you know, business partners are gonna take advantage of what they've put in place but they love that story that he's like draining the swamp they still say that even though yeah. it's so clear so his, clear not, his yeah. swamp is disgusting
0: yeah it's like the TV show Lost like we're being like this doesn't make sense it's not going anywhere they're like no no it's awesome you guys just got you got to keep stick with it yeah. and then at the end we're all gonna be like what the fuck were like, we this doing? story
6: sucks <laughs> I'm Not fun. that Lost socks, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Aren't
3: the people who watch Lost look like is 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 Lost like something that like if you're into role playing like that would that's a total oh boy, match. Here we go. I don't know the answer to that.
1: <laughs>
4: Probably.
3: Let's ask. I, I mean, know. This, <laughs> did you like the TV show Lost? Uh, I
4: I like most people liked it to a point and then and then it got frustrating and was, I did finish it what was
6: the point episode 4 <laughs> he's early that's
4: where I checked out yeah. wow. no, I, I, oh, I, I stuck with it all the way
0: through and, oh, and I don't know. play role playing games but I, I enjoyed it for a couple of years and then I you, felt obligated to keep it through going. the like subtitle years didn't uh, you need like a, a, a like a whole catch me up before every episode uh, At a point? Well, sure, yeah. It was very complicated, and I didn't. I remember the writer's strike happened right in the middle of it, right? And <laughs> it got right. very confusing because I it. Uh, the writer's
3: strike happened in uh, October of 2007, so it had been on for three and a half. That was in uh, a few episodes into its fourth season. Wow, it sounds okay. like you loved this show. His <laughs> middle name You know what? IMDb. I never. I was on ABC, and I knew, knew the guys, okay. uh, Carlton and, and Damon, who, who uh, ran it, and they're fantastically brilliant guys. And I never watched it because when I was doing Desperate, my TV viewing stopped because I was in editing hours and hours of the day. I was right. writing TV. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, watching them that um, sounds so to sad. produce it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I have to tell you, it's really sad because wow. you were so exhausted. The last thing you wanted to do was go home and watch TV. Yeah. You yeah, sure. know, so it was... Were it was, you one of these guys that uh, you're
1: running a room that you're doing the uh, the 18-hour days? Was it uh, one of those Yeah. Uh, well, you
3: don't... I, the room wasn't 18 hours, but you would you would be there for like a normal, like, you know, eight eight to nine-hour day but there was always like there's always editing to do and then you get there in the mornings i i would get on set at 7am to watch rehearsals of scenes so you would give the director and the actors notes um i go to my office i'd start writing whatever scenes i had to get done that day they'd call you back like at 9 you go back and look at a new scene do that then your writers arrive at 10 i mean i could i could keep going on with the calendar but it was it was all consuming and then if you have a script that comes in and you know the one of your writer you know all the Writers have been submitting scenes. We we would do group writing, where we would every uh, two writers would take one character, two writers would take another character, and because our show followed four characters and we had a mystery. We would hobble a script together but inevitably you know maybe one storyline didn't work or someone hadn't done a good job on their um scene so then on saturdays i would come and i would work on saturdays and the occasional sunday my favorite was when an actress would call and she really hated her scene that she had just gotten and she was like i'm sorry can you can we do this or this and i'm like no problem it's seven o'clock on a sunday night I'll just go into work and type this up for you really quickly. <laughs> oh, no. So so you would have that kind of thing. It's like really like being a doctor on call. Wow. And one of the things that's so wonderful about this age of t- television we're in now is that we were doing at least 23 or 24 episodes a season. And I remember when Stranger Things came out and everyone was just talking about it, like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. And I go to Netflix and it's eight episodes. And I was thinking... Wow, eight episodes! How do they do it? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, and I love the show. I think it's a, a wonderful show. But but that's actually what's wonderful about these streaming services is that you're, there's less story being told, so you can really work on it, you can hone it, and that's why we're in a golden age of television. And I'm completely envious because I was doing, you know, we did 100 and, um, 180 episodes in eight years, and wow. I'm still tired and, yes. and clearly <laughs> complaining about it. So,
1: but uh, but you're you're one of these shows
3: that people are going to talk about for ages. Like it's one of these that is always in the conversation. We were very blessed that the the show had an impact and and people responded to it. But I'm also mindful of you know in the uh, 14 years since since we premiered, television has changed completely yeah. and it's a it's a different industry. And I'm I'm very envious and and. and uh, in awe of some of the television that's coming out, because if you really want to be impressed, go watch what was popular in the 1970s. <laughs> they were shooting shows, and this is a technical thing, and I, I don't know if everyone's interested by this, but like on a lot of shows in the 70s, you'd have like maybe seven days to shoot an hour-long episode. On Desperate, we had nine shooting days. Um, on on some of these uh, shows that are streamed, they'll have ten or eleven days, and how and how does that make an impact? Far more interesting um, camera choices, much more complicated shots. Um, the actors have more time to, to, to work on it. You know, the, there was a TV show called Family with Seda Thompson. It was, you know, an Emmy Award winning show back then. And the coverage was basic. Okay, I've got a close up on you, a close up on you, a master, boom, we're done. Well, that was the thing that was winning awards back then. So mm-hmm. we're so the level of storytelling, the sophistication, both in terms of ideas, but also just how you know the technological advancements. It's giving us the best storytelling ever. And now, of course, there's so much great television that all the actors are going in movies are going. You know, I want some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because if I stay in movies, I just get to act with you know a transformer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and so, and then that's and that to me as an artist, like that's what I'm excited about is we're seeing. Television legitimized, and it's funny because it, you know you go to the Golden Globes, and they always have the movie people down center, and they've got the TV people on the uh, second level, you know, circling them. Mm-hmm. And where it was like, okay, you're the TV people, you're up there. It's like, I think the Golden Globes need to change that because yeah, the, exci- the exciting work that's really being done in Hollywood right now, it's it's happening on television. Yeah, I'll agree
0: with that. Well, I think. And they, they must have put Big Little Lies up front right because that was like an all star cast is that what it was called am I getting the name right yeah the, with Reese were, Witherspoon and uh, yeah
3: I don't, I don't know where they had them sit and also you know sometimes like I, I know that uh, the year we won our second one Felicity was up for um, Transamerica. Oh, yeah. And so literally she sat with us on the TV level in the back. But then when it came time for her movie category, she went down and sat next to, I believe it was Harvey Weinstein, because he Mm -hmm. produced that that movie. How do you think that went? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel feel bad for everyone who had a relationship with that man, because at this point you don't even want to say, I had lunch with Harvey one time, because people are either... Thinking, you know, did he do something to you, or then thinking you colluded, you protected him, yeah. you knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but, you know, even Felicity is like she had her two right. two yeah. tables that's that she had to sit at for that. Are you
0: allowed to talk about what you're working on now?
3: I'm doing a I'm doing a project for Imagine uh, that's uh, Brian Grazer and Ron Howard's company. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, I'm getting notes on um, my final draft this this week this week I think so cool. and. Uh, you know, and we uh, will. I'll have more to report on that later. So I will, I will tell you. But Do you
1: look at uh, Grazer's hair with envy. Just look, I, would, I, I would, look at
3: anyone's hair with right, envy. All right, fair enough. Although I will say, I was just looking at that photo. Yeah. What what was going on there? The, oh, that's a lot lift.
0: Of, that's what it's usually like. But I got right
1: now. It's a little bit lower. Yeah, but you know what? I think this is the right height for you, Matt. If I may, if I could jump into this conversation. Uh, you can. You have to look at it.
3: I don't think any. I think any, any anyway. higher
1: looks may, may look a little cartoony. I
0: like this I like like that. I like to be a little bit of a cartoon. I like to be a little bit larger than life.
3: I <laughs> never had hair. the kind of hair that could stand up I so know. I'm I'm kind of in yeah. awe of of yeah. how high your hair gets.
0: That's not even as high as it ever got. That that's kind of medium over there. Oh lord. Picture. There were there were times when it I was just, crazy. It looked like a like, I looked like a beef eater. <laughs> <Just sitting there. laughs> I had a big, giant thing sticking up. <laughs> beef eater.
1: <laughs> hey, Liv, we got to take another break. Yes, we do. Uh, you're okay on time? you yep. doing all right? Yep. All right, I'll take another break. We'll be back more with Mark Cherry and uh, the newlyweds right after this. <laughs> not yet. I'm not married yet. <laughs>
0: Hey, guys, Matt, here are some dates for you. Mark Cherry, not on social media, as he explains on this episode. Not a fan, but if you're interested in his work uh, while we're waiting for his new show, you can watch Desperate Housewives and Golden Girls, both on Hulu. So go check that out. Um, Those are great shows, and you should, uh, if you haven't seen them, by all means, go watch them now. They're good. Uh, Jimmy Parter is going to be doing stand-up comedy in Sunnyvale, California, Rooster Teeth Feathers, uh, June 14th, 15th, and 16th. He's at Helium in Buffalo, New York, June 28th 29th and 30th and then uh, this very weekend we will be doing our little mini tour New York City we're going to Brooklyn's Bell House on June 2nd that show is sold out but I do want to say if you are going to be at the show we will have both uh, posters and these uh these new things that we're doing these uh, poker chips that uh, commemorate the uh the show unique to that show so if you're at the bell house on saturday night pick up a poker chip it's the only time and place you'll ever be able to get that chip and it is designed with new york in mind so enjoy that and then sunday we are at Acme in minneapolis that's june 3rd 3 p.m matinee show there will be a poker chip and a poster unique to that show uh, available at the merch stand at that show too so please uh, check out the merch and uh, and you don't have to buy anything just come by and say hello to us too if you want to that's always fun to meet fans that's what you get for loving never not funny is those dates for now if you uh, want to follow our dates and deets in the future go to nevernotfunny.com click the tour link for jimmy's dates and deets go to jimmyparto.com. click his tour link and enjoy
1: Watch some yoga, Gab and Gab. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your I sillies think. out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm-hmm. filet mignon. Mm-hmm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. You know, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Now, we've spoken about Beach Body on Demand in the past,
0: and you always go, Beach Body, Beach Body, doodly Doodle.
1: I never do that because that, of course, is a band that I don't care for. I don't know that song, and I never knew what you're talking about. Who did that? Who did Beach Body? I don't know. Beach Beachbody. Beach Mada. That's Beach. Beach Baby? Is that what that song is? Beach Baby, Beach Baby.
0: Beach Body, Beach body would you be mine what is I'm just, that i'm just right, I'm singing another song that's earth angel
1: earth angel now Beachbody on demand this is the company behind p90x insanity 20 uh, 21 day fix of course my uh, favorite the t t25 the t stands for time tony t sean sean t come on every time i say tony t well because of our friend tony Thaxon. yeah the brazil butt lift <laughs> Pio, hip-hop abs three-week yoga retreat there's more now, do they have Caillou hip hop abs? Yeah, just an annoying guy <laughs> telling you to. Uh, sickly little kid uh, telling you to do Rosie something. Rosie doesn't like when you don't do downward dog properly. <laughs> you get bodybuilding, weight training, cardio, hit, yoga, and even dance workouts. Why'd you say it? Like, what do you think this misprint was? H I I T. Probably hit. Cardio hit includes bodybuilding, weight training, cardio hit. Cardio, maybe cardio shit (laughs) cardio. Nope. I'm guessing it's not that (laughs) it's be a weird name for it. Although I tell you what, you you get a
0: big cardio hip hop. I know that's nothing like what they wrote, but I think it it is called. Isn't there something with hip hop brother? Well, that's hip hop ads.
1: Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. It's up there. This is uh, go to the website guys and see if you can figure out what they meant by cardio. H I I T H. Yeah. I wonder what that was cardio. Uh, hit hit. Workouts could be as short as 10 minutes. They don't require extra equipment anytime, anywhere on your computer or web based uh, device. Uh, I enjoy that because you could also do it right there in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Right? Convenient. Sure. Uh, they've got celebrity super trainers like the aforementioned Sean T. Celebrity super trainers. Wait in the heels. Charlene Johnson. Oh, they got Charlene? Charlene, 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 Charlene. Oh, you're doing Jolene? Yeah. I was doing the Vance Gilbert uh, song Charlene. Yeah, I don't know it. Tony Horton, and Autumn Calabrese. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me ask you something. I don't know anything about Autumn Calabrese, but I'm already going to say it. I will leave my wife for her. <laughs> wow. What? Well, we haven't gotten to that part in the show yet. But Autumn Calabrese. Join over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand. Now, I, of course, love T25. I like that Sean T. I like the way he talks to me. I like uh, the young lady whose name I can't remember, but she just had a baby. And uh, Sean T brings it up all the time because she just had a baby. She's already great shape because t it, 25. Is it Kate Middleton? No. Oh, OK. No, Kate's not doing exercise videos. <laughs> Who was it? What, what's her name? Damn it. It's going to drive me nuts. And because and, uh, because I, I respond every time he goes, uh, let's say her name is Jordan. Jordan just had a baby. I always go, oh, OK. <laughs> I do that every time while I'm trying not to pass out from the exercise that Sean T is putting me through. Anyway, I went and tried this service. I think it's great. Right now, listeners, of you not funny, you can get a free trial membership when you text Pardo, P-A-R-D-O, to 303030303030. You get access to this platform for free. Whoa. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and support, totally free. Again, all you got to do is text Pardo, P-A-R-D-O, to three zero three zero three zero Beachbody on demand. I, I, tell them that Jimmy tells the Sean T that he loves him. Beach on demand. Get ripped. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program twenty two fifteen. Mark Cherry is here. We've got Natalie and Jeff over there on the couch alongside Garen. A lot of stuff happening over there.
6: Uh, <laughs> they have a blanket on their laps for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. There's <laughs> a rumble under the surface. Ah, there's a rumble in the
1: jungle, huh? <laughs> i don't know what that means mark you uh in high school and college were you uh in the theater department what did I, you was, do?
3: I was in, i was i was going to be an actor i was a musical theater guy and uh singing singing in shows and doing that and that's that's what i was going to do and about five seconds after i got my equity card i went oh this is a horrible mistake on
1: for you, you you just didn't like it or, you,
3: or no well first of all i looked at the age of 25 pretty much like i look now balding and overweight okay and at some point i started to figure out oh i'm not going to really start getting cast in parts till i'm in my 50s because because they just don't have that many parts for people who look like me it was all about type what's your type and so i went into writing just to bide my time until i felt like i could start being cast in things and of course what i discovered was that uh for me personally it was a much more fun way to to make a living mm. because you know, like when you write a script, if you're if you're an actor, you have to go to an audition. I went to a an open call for Les Mis when it uh, the touring company came to to Los Angeles, and I got typed out because something about this face just did not look like a French peasant, <laughs> and so and I was very upset because I felt I looked plague ridden and diseased. So I don't know why they didn't see that. So I like I like stood in line for two hours and I got you know kicked out. When you write a script, you can send it all over town. Some people may read it and they hate it, but you're not there for the rejection. Mm. And as soon as I started writing, I was like, "Yeah, this makes more sense for me." And it took me um, and my—I had a writing partner—and it took us a year and four months from the time we wrote our very first spec script uh, to the time we got our first job, which and was a little show called Home Room. It was about inner-city school. Oh, that's children. right. What's his name? Hang on, I'm going to pull it. Daryl Savat. Daryl Savad. And um, and that was my first gig, and it was it was not a good show, but it was it was great experience. I learned a lot, but then um, you know uh, about ten months after that, I got the call for Golden Girls, wow. and so that's and that's really when my education started. And that was an amazing room to be at, and those actresses were fantastic. And how cool is it that I got to work on a show that's just you know a t- TV a classic? You know, right. just it's, Mary,
1: it's up there with Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke, and and. Yeah. Cheers and the
3: and the thing that's so, Barney
1: Miller. Let me give you more examples. <laughs> the
3: thing the thing that's really great is the young people have rediscovered it. So yeah. so reruns have been very kind to to all the writers. You know, I paid a lot of bills when I kind of went through my downtime where I wasn't working. A lot of those residuals paid my you know gas bill. You yeah. know, that was those little green checks would come from the Writers Guild, and I'd be like, oh, good, I can I can pay off uh, my Mastercard today. Yay! So.
0: And, uh, go ahead, Mark. You were a fan because you, you joined that uh, show a couple years in, right? Um,
3: we uh, Yeah, we came aboard middle of season five. Mm-hmm. And the show ran for um, seven seasons. But, yeah, I was a fan. I, I would stay home at, on Saturday nights and watch it, mm-hmm. which says a lot about my social life yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> um, I don't know why I looked at Karen there. That <laughs> just, it was probably similar, I would <laughs> imagine. <laughs> yeah. But, but what was funny was that I got to work on the show with my heroes, and I—it wasn't until i had been in the business for a while—that never happens. People, you never get to like write on your favorite show. Yeah, right. um, you know, usually careers lead you in different ways. But I really got to be on my very favorite TV show and and meet those women, become friends with them.
1: And you became friendly with all of them. Were they all nice? Yeah, uh, they were all great.
3: They're all great. I I went to Bee's home a couple of times and uh, who was her husband? Joe Joe Bologna?
1: No, that who was she?
3: Uh, that's Renee Taylor. That's Is Renee Taylor. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um. B was married, her her ex-husband was Gene Sachs, who was a very famous Broadway director, okay. won some Tonys, and he directed the movie version of Mame. Um, and he was very famous, but she had divorced him by the time that she had okay. done the um, Golden Girls, which was interesting because uh, Rose was playing a, a woman whose husband had died, and Rose's uh, uh, B, uh, R- Betty's husband, Alan Ludden, had passed away. And then B w- had a, um, her character's... husband had had left her and so she was playing that so when they started that show susan was really tapping into personal experiences that had really happened for the women and um and they ate it up and of course made it hilarious and and it was just it was a great experience and when people talked to me about it there there was actually nothing negative about that experience i would bound out of my bed every day yeah so excited to go to work and and i love those gals and i'm just i'm so happy that people still um, love that show because it was it was so important to me and my development. Yeah, yeah. and Gary, that's your favorite show of all time. Is favorite that, sitcom of all time. Golden favorite Girls. sitcom of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, and what's weird is though people don't, people will always say to me, because I'll make some joke at a party or something, and they go, oh, I was watching Golden Girls. Did you make this joke? Because I know that you made this joke. And they never get it right. Okay. So inevitably. <laughs> and also the thing that's interesting that I always want people to know is the way that the show, a sitcom, is written is a writer can turn in a first draft, but then you know the whole writing staff starts to work on it. So some of my best jokes I ever wrote for that show, someone else's name mm-hmm. is on yeah. the script. Yeah. And likewise, there's some really good jokes and episodes of mine that, that I didn't come up with. And I always try to, when people talk to me about them, I try to tell people, well, this that joke came from Mitch or that joke came from Jimmy, um, because I like to honor it. And I, I think it's there's nothing wrong with reminding people that in television, it's a group effort because you have to churn this stuff out so quickly. And Mitch and Jimmy um, went on to do, Mitch Hurwitz created Arrested Development right. and won um, a couple of Emmys, beat me out for the Emmy um, in uh, 2005. So I've forgiven him, but. Do you remind him of that? I would go the other way and just every time <laughs> I'd see him, the, the thing that's that The thing that's weird about that situation, Uh, Desperate Housewives became a big hit, and Mitch called, you know, and he was very sweet, and he congratulated me, and he said, "Hey, come do a, um, a cameo on Arrested Development." So I did a cameo on this episode. I had one line, (laughs) and 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 I did the episode. Mitch won the Emmy for that episode and beat me out for the pilot of Desperate Housewives I contributed to my own uh, failure yes you did so actually a lot of my rage is really directed inward so yeah. as it probably is most of the time yep of course That's we awful. just
6: discovered your uh, uh, her brother brought it up it's like uh, Mark makes an appearance on Arrested Development season 3 and you just no it's season it's, is oh, it's oh is it, no, it's no it's season 2 season 2 is it 2 which okay. episode is it my, my son just watched all of these they're protesting Desperate Housewives it's,
3: the, uh, it's yeah oh Oh, that's fun. It's the episode with Mark Cherry in it. That's
5: the episode. <laughs> of course, Mark, my apologies.
6: My son doesn't know all the actors' names. But then I was wondering, uh, because Ron Howard does the voiceover, I was like, what a small loop that is that you there's, were oh, yeah, on there's only show. 30,
3: yeah, there's only 37 people in show business. You know, you right I'm discovering this. No, but we had, a, it was a weird run because coming out of the Golden Girls, no one had really created a hit show of the writers who were on, on the Golden Girls. And then, in three years, uh, Tracy Gamble created Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter in 2002, Mitch did Arrested Development in 2003, and I did Desperate in 2004. So the New York Times wrote an article like, what was it about the, the writing staff of the Golden Girls that was so great? And then they were complimenting various things. But it was, uh, and Chris Lloyd has now gone up, Chris Lloyd uh, does Modern Family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a while there, none of us were kind of doing much or at least you know not in terms of creation of shows everyone was working uh, I'm sure but and and it's now fun to to say oh yes I was in that writing room it's a little like being on you know Sid Caesar's show in the 50s right, which mm-hmm. had all those amazing writers on it um and I'm just I'm really proud of it but also to be there Jimmy uh, uh Mitch Mitch Hurwitz was 20 god I was I think he's a little bit younger than me so he was um 26 when I was 27 so we were just babies. Just we children. this was yeah. uh, Mitch. That was his first writing job, and so it's just really fun that you grow up in the business together, and you get to see what people do and and go on to do, and and it's 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 just a nice legacy. Yeah. So thank you, and thank you for bringing it up. Well, I feel I'm like so proud of
6: that show. The joke, like if you like jokes. You'll always love the Golden Girls. Like you don't need yeah. the context. Like Friends jokes don't always hold up anymore. I don't know if that's I mean, true.
1: We just we just watched all that with my son as well. And I
6: mean, I love Friends. It's Strong man. I can still watch it, but I'm I'm thinking like if this wasn't 1996, would that Alanis Morissette reference really like well, hit as hard as it did? I, when I, I have I was to hearing.
3: I have to say in deference to the Friends writers, though, first of all, I think the tone of the humor is very different. Mm-hmm. I think you're seeing the difference between a show created in 1985 and mm-hmm. then a show created in 1994. So I think there's tonal differences. And also, the actors, since they were you know young and playing characters who were in their twenties, there is a very much a tonal difference in terms of how how they comment and the hip references. The Golden Girls weren't exactly hip, no. <laughs> but they were hilarious, yeah. and that's actually one of the the weird qualities is that you start looking at the show. Much of it was like classic you know, structure in terms of the setups. And also, you just had with Estelle Getty especially, one of the the biggest thing you could say about Estelle, she had this weird ability to deliver a punchline quickly so that some, Rose has said something stupid and Estelle starts to speak as Sophia, but she can get through the entire line before the laugh peaks. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was a great talent, it made all the jokes funnier Mm -hmm. because she got in there. Mm -hmm. Whereas you'll see actors on other sitcoms and they talk a little more slowly, and the audience is like laughing over half of their line. Yeah. And it was a bunch of little things like that. B -- I always talk about B at the, the table, for those of you who are listening to this, who are fans of, of the Golden Girls. You'll notice that whenever the three women sat down, B was always in the center. And the reason B was always in the center is that if Rose says something stupid to her on her right and, and B was talking to Blanche, what the, they knew they could get an extra laugh for is B's slow mm-hmm. yeah. three point look at Rose. <laughs> yeah. And B is one of the few performers I've ever seen who get get a laugh because the audience would anticipate yeah, a reaction. Yeah, yeah. And B literally had a technical thing. Next time you watch the show, watch her how slowly she stops. She it's not continuous movement. She looks, then she looks, <laughs> and then she lands finally, you know, on Rose or whoever she's delivering to. Yeah. And like that's some some old-time vaudeville training, like yeah. I'm going to milk this laugh mm-hmm. for everything it's w- worth. And that's, that's one of the things I feel so lucky about is by working with B, who was born in 1922, and she was you know, doing Broadway um, in the 50s, whatever. It's There's a whole connection in terms of your show business lineage. And that's the part that I feel great about is I got to work with some people who were taught by masters of that era. Yeah. And today, you'll have young people who are getting on their first show and they don't have that stage training. And they'll they'll have other things. They'll have rhythms and ideas that maybe that that we've never heard before. But there's some just real practicality in terms of how you uh, approach comedy that sometimes gets passed by the wayside. And I'm so glad that I was exposed to it. Yeah. Well,
6: B also like one of the scenes that sticks out is in that season one when she confronts her husband. It was like a very real monologue that that like was probably a good minute, minute and a half of uh, uninterrupted B Arthur drama yeah, and i was no, like you can't you don't always get to see this or maybe this is why all of the writers are succeeding now is because we like real moments in our comedy not just a bunch of like jokes all the yeah, time. people
3: don't know that um Bea actually trained um to, had some of her training at the actor's studio so she was you know in, in a time with you know, that, that, that place where James Dean was training and, you know, Paul Newman and Joan Woodward, like a lot of really high tone the, theatrical actors were there and B was right there alongside aside them, but, you know, her, her, her road to where she ultimately landed on TV, she was in the original um, Fiddler on the Roof, she played Yenta, she was um, in Mame with, with Angela Lansbury, and then ultimately Norman Lear put her on All in the Family and, and that's how she found her way to television, thank God but she but she had all of that very legitimate serious training and even um she one time was doing a a scene with Herb Edelman who played Stanley and and she told the writers this isn't quite done I'm doing we're still doing our actors studio training here and like she was talking about all the props on the table but like you know even a scene that we had written for a TV show she approached it as though it was Chekhov mm-hmm. you know and that's that's something that when people ask why the show's good there was some good writing on the show, but the women were spectacular, and they took, they were that serious about it. And that's that's really what you look for to this day. Is when they show up on the set, they're taking it seriously. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm done. it was lovely, <laughs> there it was lovely coming <laughs> lovely. here today, uh <laughs> talking smart. about your hair. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I love it. Your favorite? Yeah, I love it.
2: Right. What's yeah. your favorite What's episode? Was... Yeah. Oh God, I that's. Now you put it on the spot. I am. You're trying to think of a Mark Cherry uh, episode. Quick, don't quick. tell <laughs> me You don't have to. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, I, I always use, the. this is a gif I always use, or a GIF or whatever. Either one. Um, there's a part where um, Blanche, she talks to somebody, can't remember who it was, but she then sprays herself with a water bottle, oh, because she's so hot, or turned on by this
6: person? Mm-hmm. It's the episode with George Clooney in it. Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Yeah. That I should know that.
2: Should. Um, nerds.
6: <laughs> That's <laughs> what my favorite We almost was? performed it. We're That's the thing. That. Rue McClanahan's estate uh, opened a cafe uh, in Washington Heights in New York called Rue La Rue. And they wanted, we, we used to do a, a stage drinking game of movies, and they were interested in having us do the same thing, but an immersive Golden Girls performance right. in their space. And their space is like the size of this studio. Mm-hmm. So it was gonna be like, we are performing with people sitting everywhere. Wow. And she was Sophia, and I was Blanche. <laughs> Our friend Louis Perlman was. Uh, you had Perlman? <laughs> oh, we yeah, had Perlman. He was available.
1: <laughs> the odds to get Louie to do something that small is miraculous. Is that a good sentence? Anybody is that the guy who's understudying or? in the colored purple? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah, And he, he's on Mister uh, Courtney Rada is was uh, Rose. She, it, was, it was fun. All right, you get your friends. She's a great
1: Sophia. In? Did you get your friends' names in? Or are you going to be able to now say I mentioned you? Hey, Nobody this room
6: knows go. who those people are. Hey, but they did a thing that was connected we, to the gold. I no,
2: don't care. By the way, go ahead. The one where Blanche's dad dies was a great one too. Mm. Uh, well, they went
3: back to um, yeah. That was General done. Uh, or... That was done right before I got there. It was called ebb tide. It was called Ebtide. <laughs> right. tide, <laughs> and it's really funny for that. For those of you, the reason it was called eb tide was the silliest reason. But um, Mark Sauken, who was who who wrote that episode, he liked he he wanted to do things like well, which the Friends writers ultimately did because the Friends writers tited, titled entitled their episodes the one where right. <laughs> So, Mark tried to do something similar for the title of this because he thought TV titles were BS because back then, you, the audience, America, never knew what the TV title never. was because mm-hmm. there was no um, TiVo back then. But Tony um, Thomas and Paul Witt, who ran the st- our studio, they said, no, you've got to give it a series title. So, he entitled the episode Eptide. And then people would go, what is, why is it called Eptide? He went said, they just wanted something serious. So that sounded really deep and meaningful. Right? And so so that's why that episode was done. And then the next year when um, we did an episode where Sophia's son, who was a cross-dresser, oh. had passed away. And Mark entitled it Tide's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and so he ended up having his own, like it was just an in-joke for the writers. But I've often thought when that screens on TV, I'm, I wonder if people in America are going, I wonder why it's <laughs> titled oh, that. Because yeah. the rest of them we would do normal we would do normal punny titles we did i did uh, wrote an episode with my ex writing partner where um, dorothy starts going to blanche's bar the rusty anchor and she pulls attention away from her because she starts singing and it becomes a thing so we entitled the episode journey to the center of attention like that's the kind <laughs> of punny title that you would do on sitcoms but mark you know he had his own little mm-hmm. his own little rebellion there so that's a little piece of trivia a little piece of golden girls trivia there for you love it Great. Mark,
1: <laughs> we play a game on here called Sevens. Oh. And it is a trivia game. Oh dear. oh, dear.
6: This is the one Mindy told you told us about the other day. Oh, you, is that oh, okay? Did you just saw our friend
1: Mindy Sterling? Oh. Bravo. Yes, I love Mindy Sterling.
6: Oh, you Another dad.
1: song
0: playing. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to listen to this? Does it, it means nothing. More. Well, it mentions Mindy, so... I... Mindy has the worst score in the history of this game. Does Although, she really? Actually, John Ross Bowie. John
1: Ross Bowie. Bowie does, but that's uh, because he got two inside baseball about Broadway. Uh, it opened on March 14th at the uh, at the Amazon. Mm. <laughs> well, this this could happen. This could happen here, too. okay. So. All right. Uh, Mindy uh, just was bad.
2: Okay. Uh, I'll probably see her tonight at the Color Purple. you going to see Mindy Sterling tonight? I usually see her at the opening. She we can tell her there. we said hello. No. Yeah. I, I doubt wonder. I will approach Maybe her. Maybe she'll have like her, her son. Kathy might be there. Kathy might be the two of them I see there. Well, good for you. <laughs> Look, this is what happens when you travel with the elites. I understand. At opening night of Pantages Theater. You don't have to tell me that. I've uh, occasionally gone to opening out and things.
6: You know. I think Amar will
3: be there? God, there's so much sexual Amar? tension in the room. <laughs> do you feel it too? Yeah, I really do. Okay. Yeah.
0: I want to make sure we oh. all feel it. <laughs> Something's going on over there. I don't know what it is.
3: <laughs>
1: you know so, what?
6: You know what we're Rick Astley would say about we're this, right? but Can you feel it?
1: <laughs> oh,
3: this old house. Yeah, this old house. All right, here we go. It's basically Pyramid. Okay. and I was on um, $100,000 Pyramid as wait a child. Wait a minute. How did what? you do? I, I won $15,000 a trip to Hawaii and a VCR. Oh, a video cassette like, recorder? I, yes. Who this was a, your celebrity partner? I had four celebrities because I was a returning champion. Yes. More, <laughs> wait, 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 wait Hang get. on. You were on as a child. So Dick Clark was the host? Dick Clark was the host. Okay. Fantastic. And my first week was Joanne Worley and Nathan Ooh. Cook. Who's Nathan Cook? You may ask. I did. He was an African. I know he was an African American actor on the TV show Hotel, with Connie Selica and James Brolin. Great Jim Brolin. And he passed away, like I think, three or four years later. Um, very, very soon after that, because he uh, apparently had gone to the hospital, and they gave him penicillin, and he didn't know he was allergic. Oh no! So he was a young actor who sadly um, who died way way before his time. Um, My next week, I was with Ken Kercheval, who played Cliff Barnes on Dallas, and Rita Moreno.
1: Oh, Wow. wow. Another legend.
3: Yeah, so Amazing. I had I had a good good little run on a hundred thousand dollars. That's pyramid. awesome. So I'm I'm so primed to play so this right. game.
0: Was that all kids like? They, I
3: was 25. Oh. No, no, it was <laughs> okay. I don't know
4: why I thought you said you were a kid. Well, you're, relatively speaking, you were oh.
3: compared to my 56 year old self now. Did
4: yes. you defeat the pyramid in your last in your in your last? I won. Game? I
3: won the. I won the pyramid. I didn't do it in record record time because that's how you would get to the hundred thousand oh, dollar thing. They right. have the three people over an eight week period. Who had done the best times and I was like two seconds short. So, oh yeah. Who was your partner for that? Uh, uh, Ken Kirchhoff. The great Ken
1: Kirchhoff. Yeah. Handsome actor. I can't picture him.
3: Yeah. Kirch. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Barnes <laughs> of Dallas. He
1: looked just like a 70s actor. Yeah. I never watched it. I was too young to watch
3: Dallas. It was uh,
1: after my bedtime.
3: That's a nice way to say that I'm <laughs> old. Thank you. <laughs> He's
1: younger than us. I'm younger than you. Let's be yeah, very yeah. clear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old the kids are over there. 14. They've got to be younger than all of us. They're children. They're just children. Aren't them you want to bet on it? No. Uh. I've already been yelled at by Mark <laughs> nine times about the betting.
2: Hang hey, can't I, 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 I,
1: I find this doing? goddamn thing.
2: Where did did you, we bet on my age once? We did, didn't we?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I. Think How old are you? Yeah. You get ready for mm, this. Get ready, you bet on it? Get ready oh. for this. What do you think he is? Yeah.
3: Um. Well, it's a young face, but an old soul. Yeah. So oh. I'll say 38. Bam. Wow. Wow. On the nose. That's nice last week. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. I'm good at this. Thank you. You are good. Don't be that cocky.
5: <laughs> <laughs> me, I
3: can I can identify your age, no problem. All right.
5: 67. Cool. <laughs>
1: <Good>. <laughs> oh, you're not kidding. You are good at this. You are good at this.
0: The question is do we play TV or Broadway with Mark?
3: Oh, you... play Broadway. Ooh, but, I'm, but I that's, don't know that's enough. That's
0: tough for Jimmy. Yeah, that's a little hit or miss. Uh, so
3: play Broadway. No, yeah. Let's
5: try Broadway. <laughs> okay. if, if
1: it sucks, it sucks. Then we move on to TV. TV? TV. TV. All right, here we go. Broadway. So here's the deal: you only have seven seconds to answer each one, okay? And then I move on to the next one if we don't get it, or if we do get it, okay? That sort of thing.
0: So Jimmy will say if if, it, if the time runs out, he'll just say next one, and yeah. then, then uh, at least ready. I'll try to.
4: And,
1: and there's yeah. no passing, no passing, there's no passing. Oh jeez! All right, here we go. Here uh, we go. if you if you're not the star, and you and you hope you get on uh, understudy, yes. Uh, no idea what this is. The opposite of a, uh, of a lady is a
3: uh,
1: juvenile yeah, uh, leading song. man. Uh, the dancing, uh, Irish kid, uh, Bill, uh, Elton John did the uh, music for it. Uh, Billy LA. Yes. Uh, Chim Chim Chere, the the woman. M- Mary Poppins. Yes. Uh, you win what if you win A uh, for Broadway? Tony. Yes. Uh, from Les Mis, uh, the great song, Patti LuPone. Uh, uh, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. No, no, Les Les Mis, is. Uh, Bring Him Home. No. Uh, I would leave my wife for her. That doesn't help you. I, I Dreamed a Dream. Uh, um, we're on
3: to somebody new. Bernadette Peters. Yes. Wow! <laughs> How did you know? How
5: did you know that about Jimmy?
3: <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy who would want to hang out with Bernadette Ooh, Peters. Shit! That was that was crazy. <laughs> awesome. Can I just point out? I was way better in that than he was. <laughs> oh, I stunk. Very much. Okay. Yeah. which we knew. I stunk. I what was it, what was the one that you can I'm get? I'm gonna tell you.
1: <laughs> let's try to get but that. But first, one. let's find out what the score was. For, we, it was only a thirteen. But, but uh, that's but, still that's not, I, not a zero or a, a one. Zero, but I take full responsibility for that. Uh, Let's do a Dick Clark style. So. Put your hand on your shoulder. The fact <laughs> it comes this, the perfect clues. That Bernadette Peters thing is going to go down in history that as was, the weirdest thing ever happened on this program. You don't know Very how possibly. often that
0: comes up on the show. That Jimmy's. I in would love leave
1: my way for oh Bernadette Peters. As if there's no.
0: Well, first of all,
3: first of all, I know Bernadette, and she's an incredibly voluptuous, sexy woman. So, like when you think Broadway stars, it is not. Yeah. It is not unheard of that I would I would think let of let me Bernadette. Ask you a couple like of follow-ups.
5: <laughs> do you
3: think I got a shot? <laughs> I'm gonna say no, but only because I've met you.
5: Oh. <laughs> Hurtful. Oh.
0: Hurtful. I like the big hats.
1: I like big floppy hats. I, I
0: can like walk like around town big with hats, Bernadette. and I
1: cannot
3: lie. <laughs> All right, here we go. Understudy, we got a gentleman's guide to murder, or something. Like that? A gentleman's guide to murder uh, won the Tony about four years ago, and it's based on the movie. Uh, uh, well, it's based on a short story, but which was the Kind Hearts and uh, Coronets, mm. and it was uh, an English movie starring Alex. Uh, Alec Guinness back right. in like 48, 49, oh, cool. and they did a musical version of it.
1: All right, well, uh, I didn't know it.
2: <laughs> oh, it's great, Jimmy. It's great. You oh, got to see it. You yeah. liked it? Yeah, it's fantastic. Shut up,
1: you idiot. <laughs> didn't see it. Uh, Billy <laughs> Elliot, we eventually got. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mary Poppins, we got very quickly. Tony Award, we got. I dreamed a dream. I dreamed yeah, a dream. You yeah. got it, but too late. Too late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the great. The, the, I'm. I'm yeah, there's only like you know student. why I got you
3: know why I got confused because you said Patti Lupone and she did the London cast album, but because I was thinking Broadway, you said Patti Lupone and she didn't do the so uh, Broadway. Yeah, they uh, yeah. missed. It was uh, Randy Graff who who sang "I Dreamed a Dream." Well, so. I didn't.
1: Uh, I, I I know the Patti Lupone,
3: but thing. I ultimately got it because I, you know, yeah. I circumvented. I, and as much as I love Patti Lupone,
1: I believe I enjoyed the. Uh, why can't I pull her name the, from the movie? Anne Hathaway. I believe Hathaway. I like her version better. But wow. Okay. I know, I know, I know. I'm in the very, very, very small minority on that. But I, otherwise, Patty wins every uh, any contest. I would also give my wife for Patty bone. You should know that.
3: You sounds like you just want to leave your wife.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I got to get, out, I get out of this thing. He's trying to help her out. Yeah, right.
1: uh, yeah, I'm helping her. She, trust me, nobody wants me to go on more than she does. Uh. Uh, all right here Matt you do TV then okay uh, because it can't be uh, worse than what just happened and again I blame <laughs> that that myself and in a small bad. way of course I blame what Matt society that's
0: right,
5: <laughs> all right. <Of> <laughs>
1: here we go TV Three,
0: two, one. Oh, this is uh, uh, David Duchovny the uh, sci-fi x yes um, I don't know what this show is about but uh, Kings live in a uh, castle oh, yes um, oh it's not TV it's a premium oh, network oh HBO yeah um, oh this was a show about high school in New York like rich kids in fame New, uh, no 2000 uh, gossip girl yes uh, oh Jimmy loves it it's the it's uh, Telly Savalas's signature role Kojak yes um, uh, these uh, things they suck blood and they write in a journal oh,
3: van- uh, v- uh, vampire diaries yes
0: and uh, oh this is the acclaimed HBO show where they're listening to people on uh, on, a, uh, on the phone the wire yeah
1: Oh, that's got to hang on. That's got to be twenty-one.
0: That was good. Seventeen. Seventeen, huh? That was great. But I'm glad I, I got them all. The Gossip Girl. That was tough. We were close. That on was that good one. pull. I, I don't know how to explain what Gossip Girl so is. Really so, <laughs>
3: so it's not just getting it. You have to get it so quickly that you get extra points from how. Yeah, got it. Do you want to give? Um, sure. Do you uh, want me uh, to give to you? Sure. Okay.
0: Okay. What category? Celebrities? Um, gay sex. <laughs> I'm still in. I think okay. that's going to be a strong showing. <laughs>
3: still,
1: uh, you know, he knows I'd leave for Bernadette Peters. Only a gay man would say that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I disagree. Movies, TV, celebrities, She's music. Sexy. Celebrities. we're doing
3: celebrities. Oh, By the way, this could be totally disastrous for me because uh, actually, there's a let, lot of. Let me do the, um, okay, the sure. pressing. Wait, it's... so we're doing celebrities, not TV or movies? Right. Do you want to do. Let's, let's do movies. Let's do movies.
1: Yeah, let's do movies, okay.
3: Matt.
0: Movies. Okay, here we go.
3: All right, here we go. Now,
0: there's also movie categories. You could do like award-winning movies. You could do romantic comedies. You could do. Do you want to do award-winning
1: movies? It's
3: up to you. What Whatever do you, think? you want to do. I want you to be award Award-winning movies. Okay. Here we go. Award-winning movies,
1: Natalie. Ready? Okay.
3: Right. Uh, <laughs> movies award winners. Here
0: we go. Okay, here we go. Okay, so I will tap it to switch it when you get one right, or if the Just time. Just notice
1: short up. short. You guys are both wearing a
3: short band, so that's, that's a warm day. I'm listening. Here we go. Uh, Mickey Rooney starred in a movie about a horse. Uh, was been nominated for best supporting actor. Nope.
1: <laughs> Black Beauty.
3: Uh, uh, David Lean's uh, a thing with uh, Peter O'Toole made Peter O'Toole My star. Year. Made Peter O'Toole star in '62. Nope. Um, it's this is some movie that occurs. Uh, I don't. I can't even describe that movie. Uh, Julia Roberts won her Oscar for this movie, Pretty Woman. Uh, Aaron Brockovich. Thank you. Um, if you're not cowardly, you're. Uh, brave Um, and green uh, Paul Newman won his Oscar color money um, not 10 kilometers but you know two less than 10 is eight eight mile (laughs) damn it (laughs) Did we six? I'll take it. Yikes. I'll take it. There's yeah. a movie. I, I'm sorry, I blanked on the cove. The cove. That's a I've documentary never... about Japanese oh. uh, okay. dolphin oh, hunters.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, right. later. Wait. What was the uh, Lawrence of Arabia? And black? I got Black Stallion. I said Black you said, Beauty. I said Black Beauty, and it was too late. And Black Stallion, by the way, one of my favorite movies of all time. I just panicked. Weird. panicked We. Saw, I saw that as a kid with my mother a dozen times in the movie theater. Huh. Loved it. Cried yeah. like a baby. Yeah. Who oh, yeah, would you tag to that movie failed. poster? Yeah, it did still fail. He failed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you back. for being here.
3: My pleasure. You, you guys are welcome are... back anytime. Oh, well, and I mean you, that sincerely. You, yeah. because you guys are hilarious. Oh, and thank I, you. I want to talk to, to Garen about um, sexual harassment lawsuits. <laughs> it's, it's
1: <laughs> clearly... you keep your mouth shut, Garen. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what's good for you. Oh, I signed that. that stitches right get DA. stitches. You understand what that
3: means? signed the NDA already.
1: All right, very good. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and Natalie, congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah. Beautiful couple. We
6: wish them the best of luck. Enjoy that Columbus Day weekend. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you guys for this show. Oh. A lot of uh, excellent hours of listening to you guys. Thank you, Jeff. Excellent. So thank you. We appreciate thank you, you to it. Look at Natalie's smile. <laughs> How do you not stop looking at that?
1: Is that offensive? Yeah, I She's don't beautiful. Know. There's, no, offensive. He, there's nothing wrong with saying that. Jeff's sure. handsome. Garen's over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, On behalf of the Pop Culture that's Garen Carker. There's Jeff and Natalie, the newlyweds. They're not married yet, but you know what I'm saying. From Sardi Chevrolet, that's Elliot Hooper. The Hunch of Matt Belknap. Our new friend, Mark Cherry. I'm Jimmy Parton. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK 47, Gone, Not Forgotten.
0: If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at
6: podcast.com.
2: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader.